but we that's live. <laughs> we live. That's how we we can though, uh, Brie, because uh, you like I, I ain't never met him. How how that's your cousin all of a sudden? Right. <laughs> no, you know what it was? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, I didn't share my most intimate thoughts with this man. I need to know who ain't Alberstein's great grandmother. That's how we, we connect that's how we connected and we family. No doubt, no doubt. That's what's up. Okay. But uh, what's up, everybody? This is the ish we talk. Uh, I am your hostess with the mostest. Uh, Lily, I have my do all, be all. If it wasn't for her, hitting all the bells and whistles, we would not be here to do this. Uh, Lindsay, if uh, my co host, I was about to call you Kenzie because I was mixing co host with Lindsay. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I but hey, man, that's how, we, that's how we be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody, hello. Kenzie. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and we got the champ back. The champ, man, she knocked out whatever virus she had to uh, knock out. You know, she was she took all the medication she needed. Uh, <laughs> you know, that that, that seven-day period is over. She back to, uh, you know, she can, she can go out and do whatever. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait. Wait. I'm wait lying. I'm not, that was a joke. That was a wait joke. Wait a minute now, now, now. I penicillin. Uh, but she was down, and now she's bad. So let's give a round of applause for Breezy Breezy. Lord, that you know what? I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. That was harassment. <laughs> you triggered. You sick shamed me. So therefore, I will not be in attendance of this. Um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go ahead and turn in my. My microphone. <laughs> I was sick shamed on broad TV by somebody that I gave oh my most intimate secrets to. <laughs> we need you, don't need. <laughs> and I'm just playing. But sick shame's next, y'all. That's next. That's, That's sick next. Shame, yeah. Somebody gonna do it. I, I started it. It's today. Y'all heard it first, and we live. I did it. And you and you have been sick shamed. I will admit to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you had a virus. I gave you a whole STD. You did. You did. You did. You did. Got these people thinking I didn't mess somebody with hoochie daddy shorts on. Man, you got that. Uh, what is that? That uh, HPV. Get my oh, shit, yeah. That's See, tough. He didn't sick, he didn't sick shame me, in. and then gave me the worst one out of all of them because penicillin don't take that away. Oh, that shit, that shit stay with you, man. That's I think awesome. that shit worse than herpes because herpes don't give you cancer. Lord, I ain't got those. Lord, that's this is what happens when you don't come, when you don't come, when you get sick. You see it now. You tell me now, am I being work shamed? What's going on? Again, this is the issue. <laughs> you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you the ish that we talk. Um, uh, before we go on, disclaimer, anybody that has any type of STD or has anything that I just mentioned, I am not shaming y'all. Do not be on here like... Let's look up his records. Please don't, because I caught a lot of shit when I was young. I was like, no, oh, don't, don't do that. Oh, <laughs> Moving on. <Right. laughs> 
I got to be honest, oh, man. Jeez, Louise. All right. Yeah. I was one of them to use like, uh-uh, man, latex ones. Latex, I'm allergic to that shit. Oh, you was telling that lie? You said what? I said you was telling that lie? I was telling that lie like a motherfucker. <laughs> I just wanted to feel it. You know what I'm saying? All the OGs I knew, they used to tell me, man, you got to feel that shit for real, man. You might as well jack off if you're going to use the Oh, wow. I was young, so I was like, I gotta feel it. I should have yeah. known, you know what I'm saying? If, if some of these bitches wasn't right, because some of them motherfuckers, uh, they they didn't even hesitate. They was like, bet. The ones mm-hmm. you have to talk into it, you know, you, you say. But the motherfuckers would be like, I don't give a fuck. I should have known, but I don't, yeah, you don't know. Mm-hmm. What? Did I just walk on and come back to? Mm hmm. That is this is uh, one of my uh, in, uh, uh, intimate detail of my life that you missed. Oh my god! Not a- hey, at least I didn't sick shame you and give you an STD. <laughs> you, you didn't, but you ignored shame me. <laughs> mm. You ignored shame me. I, I'm gonna make that up. I was ignored. <laughs> I, I'm triggered. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. That's one, two, three. Well, damn. That's one, two, three, we up. But what happened now? I heard you was young and condoms, you don't use. I took it you didn't use one and yeah, the girl didn't give a damn about it. I used to, yeah, I, I was saying like, uh, you know, I was one of them people that used to lie. Like, you know, uh, I, I was allergic to latex. I couldn't use condoms. Just because, Ew. Yeah, just because I was told that you got to really feel it. I was young, so I was like going off of what all my OG told me. It was like, you got to feel that shit for me. So, you know how it. retarded me and or because no OG of mine <laughs> ever was like, girl, you can't feel nothing with no condom on, don't use it. You know what they was telling us? Don't get pregnant. Don't they was telling us all the don'ts. Y'all's OGs led y'all up for failure and, and, and I'm, I'm just telling you right now, if your OG was telling you don't get pregnant, they was telling you hands down to fuck without condoms. Yeah. They just were saying it in a nice way. <laughs> don't have sex without condoms. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah, but where no, they were saying don't get pregnant as in you can. Oh, they also was talking about burning and all that too. Like it never, it was never led for me to be like, oh, they mean no condoms. And to keep it a book with you, I didn't listen to them bitches for real. No way. I mean, I heard what they were saying, but <laughs> yeah, no. <clears throat> It just seemed like men got led down the wrong path in life. Because you're not the only boy that told me that another grown-ass man yeah. told him that dumb-ass shit. Yeah, we did. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Uh, I don't know if, if, if uh, the generate, these two, three generations behind me do this shit. But I will tell you now, I would never be that OG to tell one of my uh, young gunners, man, to stick, uh, stick their finger in their ear and then play with a bitch pussy to see if she burning. Because <laughs> I guess earwax was supposed to be this fucking remedy. <laughs> I could tell, tell if a bitch was burning. I got told that shit. Yeah. And that's what I was told not to let nobody touch. So, you know, didn't get the test because I already, I guess my OGs got done like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit, man. I'm like, man, as I got older, I thought about it like, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Stupid shit. Okay, move. Uh-uh, this ain't for you. Bye. Yeah, bro. (laughs) The hero. You ain't never heard 
What do you, if you didn't, man, you had great OG. But you ain't never heard somebody say, hey, man, stick, get some earwax on your finger, man, you know, fill up in there. If, if she start burning, man, she got something. I'm like, if she start burning, it's because you got fucking earwax on your fucking finger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many reasons why that would not feel good besides the fact that somebody has something. <laughs> Yeah, I was told that I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm an '80s baby. I'm a '90s kid. We got taught the wrongest shit. Yeah, yeah, we did. Mm. But I did hear the earwax test, but I heard it on this side of the '90s. So I heard that before too. I was yeah. young, and unfortunately, whatever was told to. The OGs told the little dudes in my neighborhood they came back and ran it past me and I've definitely heard that before but what ass. Nah, that wasn't no old school southern, uh, southern stuff the hero. That was some Midwest <laughs> niggas in the 40s shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> topics this is right out the gate this is right at the gate all right so um i guess we can start with this um fuck shit that they're doing in texas um so apparently in texas they are trying to rebrand slavery and Instead of it being called slavery, they're trying to call it involuntary relocation, which kind of falls in line with what they were trying to do a while ago with calling slaves indigent servants. Yep. So, um, open it up to the panel. What are you guys' thoughts about what they're trying to do with slavery? Well, you know, uh, it's been going on for a couple of years now. Uh, white people are really getting offended. You know, well, racist white people are really getting offended when um, people say, hey, you know, your great granddaddies and, and all them, they owned slaves and they were wrong and you got a lot of your money and privilege and all that from that shit. They're trying to say, nah, that didn't happen. They were, they were, um, Good citizens, and they were, and they and they love they slave whatever you know their servants, all this extra. They've been doing this shit for years. They've been mm-hmm. they've been acting like uh like we were mentioning earlier uh, with shaming. They were acting like people of color were shaming them for their heritage, and so they start making this shit up. And a lot of South people been doing it for years. That's why um I think in Carolina they uh they they start taking away books that had slavery in it. Like yeah, they they always tell us we we uh, we are re, re, uh, rewriting history when we bring up a lot of things that black people done for the white people that are acknowledged, and so what they're doing is now they're rewriting history uh, for us because they keep on saying that we were doing it. So excuse me, now they're doing it for us. They're just gonna rewrite history. So slavery didn't exist. The nigga that helped Jack Daniels. Uh, Become Jack Daniels. He wasn't. He wasn't a slave. He was just a nigga that wanted to help this nigga become a billionaire. 
Right. Right. Um, Bree, you have any thoughts? I guess uh, she doesn't. <laughs> she went black. That's how, yeah. that's how she feels about that. That's how she feels. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They have been trying to do this, but the irony about this is that the, the descendants of slave masters are the ones that are offended by slavery. That's the irony in all this. Y'all, like, how are y'all the ones that are getting offended and whatnot when y'all wasn't the oppressed? And <clears throat> because we want to acknowledge the fact that this did happen, y'all are taking offense to that. But you guys are still reaping the benefits from it. That's the part that's just behooved. I just really don't, I mean, it's just, it's so crazy how in this day and time, that's what's been, that's what's going on. And, um, yeah, you're right about the textbooks and stuff like that, because somebody like challenged the, the school board with the, with the textbooks. So they had to pull the, the textbooks and whatnot. So, Yeah. And I believe that this, this is probably like one of the solutions because there's some, in some places, they don't even talk about this part of American history at all. So <clears throat> the fact that they're in the South and they're talking about it, that's one thing. But the fact that they're trying to rebrand it as involuntary relocation, that's nothing else that's pretty creative like you got to give it to them on that one that that's extremely creative i, now, I, but, I always I, I tell people all the time man and, and some of my white friends be mad at me when i say it but i'm like you know uh even y'all uh you caucasians on the spectrum man y'all brains the way y'all um connect certain things especially when y'all hate other people it's amazing because y'all know y'all not uh, stronger. Y'all know y'all can't run as fast. Y'all know physically, y'all know y'all can't do it. So mentally, y'all come up with some crazy shit. Like, and motherfuckers go for it. Motherfuckers bite on it all the time. I don't know what it is about the minds of you people from the mountains of Caucasus, but when y'all create something, sometimes man, the whole world bites on it. Even people of color, like they yeah. be like, "Well, yeah, that makes sense." I'll be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's it's an old black man that is agreeing with this shit. Like, yeah, cause I'm tired of hearing about slavery, nigga. That is what what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I just felt like, uh, ugh. I mean, I'm not shocked at anything they do or are trying to do. Like you said, that is very creative. Um, the word play on that is excellent. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you had to say, but I'm not shocked. Once I'm not, we it's getting to the point where I'm just I don't understand why they don't want to admit they racist. Like, what's wrong with it? You, you just I guess if you say it, that make it true. But if you just do everything 
to be racist and since you haven't admitted it, you're not. Like, that's the only thing I can come up with to make them feel better about it because... Well, I feel like it's, I mean, I feel like we're in a day and age where um, just say it's it a, now. It's a cancel culture. So if you do something on a public level that um, is deemed to be racist, you lose your livelihood. So I feel like people don't want to lose their livelihood because before, mm. before this whole like woke culture and cancel culture and what have you. People was doing stuff, and then people also feel felt like if you didn't say the n word, then you weren't racist. But they were doing a whole bunch of other stuff because they weren't realizing that it's levels to the shit. And now with the woke culture and the council culture all working together, they're starting to realize like, hey, you're gonna lose your life or your livelihood, maybe even your life. Who knows? Um, if you get this scarlet letter put on you, you know, so I just, maybe that's part of the reason why they're just so trying not to, you know, be labeled a racist or anything like that. But they're they doing it for nothing because newsflash people, um, if, if someone finds out you're a racist, uh, you can't cancel being white. And so you fuck around and 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 get more accolades. You you gonna fuck around and and, and and make more money when they find out you're a racist. You see how uh, what uh, what happened to Zimmerman and that nigga ain't even white. Mm-hmm. But when it came out that he was a racist, guess who embraced him? White people. Yeah. Yeah. So Zimmerman, like, um, Rittenhouse. Fighting for nothing. Yeah, like I mean, the list goes on. Because when you get that label put upon you, you lose what you know, you know, but then this other life opens up because you're getting embraced by these people that are living in their truth, if you will, you know. Yeah. Um, D. Hero says, like a former abusive husband pushing for his wife to describe their marriage as involuntary injury prone union. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's a great exactly. comparison, yeah. Exactly what they doing. Oh, fun fact: what I found out um Wednesday mm-hmm. um is uh you know we as black people keep talking about reparations. Do you know reparations was already given, but it wasn't given to us. It was given to the slave owners. Yeah. I found this shit out Wednesday. Fucking blew my mind that yeah, for that. every slave. You lost when they ended slavery. Abraham Lincoln, the nigga that every nigga be praised because he freed the slaves. You know what he did? He gave these slave owners three hundred dollars for every slave they lost. That's the equivalent of t- uh, today of seven thousand dollars. Just imagine if a man had three hundred slaves. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. That's, uh, I didn't know that. That's where yeah. the reparations went. Back then, they gave away tens of millions of dollars mm-hmm. to you niggas to be okay. So we can't rap. We we can't even rap about reparations no more because yeah. shit, we, we we didn't get it. We not yeah. gonna get it. Yeah, and just imagine if they were if they did right by that money. You know what I'm saying? There's probably family members still eating off of that money to this day. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. 
and we and we literally it. got it out the mud after slavery ended. We literally it got was out the mud. People that was bragging about they had well over eight hundred slaves. So I did the math on that, and the equivalent of uh, seven thousand dollars, because that'd be the money today, nigga. That everybody eating off of that forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Forever, as long as yep. you ain't one of these rappers, you man, listen. And then check this out. Um, you know, a lot of, well, not a lot, but some insurance companies that are still in business to this day. Had slave insurance back then too. Yeah, that's how they built yeah. their. Uh, if something companies. happened to your slave, you was getting paid for. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they 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 uh they insured the boat. Yep. Yep. They insured the boat. Yep. Hey, so just imagine if you had two hundred slaves on a boat that capsized. You know. Like, it was big business back then. Big business. I also didn't know that when Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, he gave them people still a date to keep uh, to have these people still on their plantation until this whole shit was over. And that was 20 years after he wasn't president. So Abraham didn't do shit for us. Yeah, we talking about the, the world make it seem like he freed the slaves. He freed the slaves twenty years after he wasn't president. Anymore. Yeah, after it was like he was slavery dead. ends here, <laughs> but here's y'all limit. We gonna yeah. give y'all twenty more years to keep on taking these niggas from Africa. So you got twenty years to play with these people, and then be like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, we don't need you no more. Yeah. Well, they stopped the straight the slave trade way before the Civil War, but they uh. Yeah, that was like years after he didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. And you know and the Civil War wasn't even about freeing the slaves, so Hell no, yeah. it was business. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. And it too. almost didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It was big business. And you know what? Who was a powerhouse over there? We don't we're taking y'all through a real crazy shit because some shit a lot of y'all didn't know because I didn't know. I had to be taught. Some of y'all are going to be today years old when y'all found out the biggest powerhouse of slavery was New York because New York was working with the Union and he was working with um, uh, America becoming independent. New York realized that if they jumped in and was like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, free the slaves, it was going to stop their import-export from the South. So they just defunct themselves out of the situation and became a neutral territory like France so they can get paid from the North and the South, which in turn made them a powerhouse. With the money they made, um, they could have bought uh they could have bought New York like three times. Mm. I'm I'm not for sure about that, but I know they made a lot of money. I know they could have bought New York again at least one one and a half times. Mm. They were a powerhouse. And motherfuckers talk that shit about how the North was. The North was crazy because spots like New York were allowing y'all to, uh, well, not y'all, but, you know, y'all not y'all granddaddy. But they was allowing y'all people to actually kidnap uh, folks. They they wouldn't hold jurisdiction against motherfuckers that was doing that. Yeah. They were coming up and they were stealing people because they needed workers. 
Yeah, they were stealing free people. Um, they did that in Pennsylvania too, because that's the whole twelve years of slave story. Yeah. 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 Now, I, yeah, I think everybody knew about stealing slaves, but I, I know y'all. Some of y'all was ten years old when y'all found out New York was really a forefront of that. They were. Yeah. They were playing both sides. They, they, they really are the devil in the design. Yeah, I now that I didn't know that they were playing both sides. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew this is crazy part because I knew from gangs in New York that they were racist, but that's when I realized, hey, they probably all were racist, even though they were free state. They probably all were racist. Yeah, you know so. But yeah, but I didn't know that they were doing all that extra stuff. I thought they was just a free state. So, but yeah, everybody, everybody uh, tends to forget that because New York is really a melting pot for immigrants. Yeah, and they think New York, you know, because it's from in the north, they like nah. New York was one of the good ones. No, the fuck they wouldn't, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's about money. You know, the slave trade was about money. Slavery period was about money. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were making buku cash. Yeah, hand New over York, fist. New York was making stupid money during this whole shit. That during the Civil War, I think New York made so much money they didn't give a fuck about nothing. They were allowing shit to happen on both sides. They were allowing people to be free. And they were also allowing motherfuckers to still come over there and sell and buy and sell and rent out slaves. Mm. Like that's how that's how cold it was in New York. You could still rent out your slave. You can go if you had business and that slave didn't have no business being a part of your business, you could go rent your slave out. That's how crazy New York was. Mm. You just rent your like if a nigga like you know if a nigga was just middle class but he didn't want to wash no dishes he could he could rent the slave for the day to do. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 It was, I was um what is it? I was three days uh three days ago when I found that out. So mm. I was born three days ago to that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a lie. You know. Um. I went, when I was in elementary, I went to like a summer school that taught us a lot about, um, taught us a lot about like our ancestors and stuff like that. So I know a little bit more than the average person, but there's still so much that we just do not know. You know what I'm saying? And they are trying their best to keep that under wraps it's kind of like them continuing the um brainwashing you know what i'm saying and especially with them trying to rebrand it and it's just like just tell it for what it is like there's a lot of um there's a lot of good in this country and there's a lot of bad in this country like the country's not perfect like anywhere else you know what i mean so tell it all yeah and I mean, like when you tell it all, when you tell it all, whatever that's like, and you make people aware, that's how you keep people from making the same mistakes. And I just don't get why people want to run away from the truth so badly when it comes to this. Yes, it's a deep, horrible 
horrible history, but it's a history that we need to know nonetheless. Well, see, that's what white people do for years and, uh, uh, well, for years, because they did that for everything. Like, if you think about it, a lot of people that's in the history books that we love, uh, well, we don't love, but, you know, they're, they're praised around America. Uh, they were they were fucking deviants. They were terrible individuals for real. They just made one good choice in their life, and it put them in the history book. You know, so they they've been whitewashing you to make you think uh, certain people in power was cool with you no know I'm saying was for everybody in America. And that's that, that's what they're doing now. And they just they they're trying to make it seem like you know with this whole involuntary uh, shit. They're trying to make it seem like you know. Uh, this wasn't torture. This wasn't, you know, getting snatched from your family and beaten and raped and castrated. You know, they're and and called three uh, three fifths of a people in the Constitution. You know, they're trying to act like this didn't happen. Right. You know, they're 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 whitewashing it. That's why a lot of people um was agreeing with Kanye West when he said he thinks slavery is a, was a choice, and so. White people jumped on that shit and brainwashed a lot of black folks and other people of color that actually think that was true. And what people fail to realize, and I think what Kanye, and shout out to Kanye, but I think what Kanye fails to realize is um, that, that you were you were taken. And even when you were, if you wasn't taken, your father was taken. And your father was broke. And, and, and he was broken. And he had to be there. And you wouldn't taught anything. You didn't learn how to read. You didn't learn how to do anything. You just became a mule, and you didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And educate a lot of us black folks to be that kind. Like, nah, if it was me, I would have. If it was you, you would have been broken like the rest of them. Right. Exactly. Let's just keep this one hundred. Even if you had a wild spirit, you would have just died. You. That, that's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Like. We gotta we, we gotta stop doing that and but when you have people of color that say things like that, then you have racist people that can piggyback off of it and then brainwash other people of color into just even denying your heritage. At the end of the day, we are descendants from kings, queens, and slavery. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. It's yeah. a trifecta, it's a holy trinity of it all. Yeah. Yeah. D. Harrow says, um, America will always have an agenda and a false narrative when it comes to us. And then he said Christopher Columbus as well. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Boom. Prime example of who they parade around and put in the, uh, a history books as a great man. And yeah. he was not. And the things that he did was terrible to the real indigenous people. Right. Right. That's why I don't... Um, acknowledge Columbus Day and it's a day off I don't acknowledge uh, the 4th of July that's another day off that's firecracker day (laughs) like we were kids that's firecracker day you know what I'm saying because we were still we were still um, enslaved we weren't free that's not our that's not our um, freedom papers you know what I mean so yeah but they don't want to teach you that. They want to teach you that Christopher Columbus was this great person. No, he was an idiot. You know what I'm saying? He still believed the earth was flat. He thought he was in India when he came 
to, yeah, to North America. Yeah, like he stumbled upon a place, and then he had the nerve to have this title of, you know, discovering a place that already had people and was fully functional. How do you discover something that's already there and was never lost? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole nother rabbit hole for another day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Listen, to get back on topic, this is what we're talking about, people. They, they've been whitewashing for years, like D Hero said, and now they're trying to do it again. And yeah. Because we do have, um, we have these woke people, you know, quote unquote woke people, but a lot of them are still asleep because these quote unquote woke people are really not waking people up to what to acknowledge, you know, actually who they are. Because there's a lot of woke people to be like, you know, we got to be done with slavery. We can't always do that. And I'm tired of always hearing this and hearing that. This is it's history. It is what it is. But when you have these people, you you also have these uh people of power who are racist that piggyback off that and come up with shit like this that actually is going on right now in Texas. Or the shit that happened in Carolina with with the books. It's like these things are happening because you, uh, some of you people of color really are ashamed of who you is. And y'all hate to bring it up. I, I, I seen a motherfucker, uh, I, I, I'm not even going to uh, act like I remember the YouTube, but uh dude was saying like, nah, my people, uh, my people were uh, free. They didn't, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't slave because I got uh, Indian in my family and such and such and such and such and all this extra shit. My forefathers was Indian, so therefore, you know, I was a free man. I'm like, nigga, but you're black. Yeah. So somewhere down the line, your bitch ass is a descendant of a slave who could have been a king or could have been a general or could have been whatever, a, a regular soldier. But you know what happened? He got broken and became a slave. Mm-hmm. They beat him. They tortured him. They raped his wife. They took his children and he didn't have nothing to do but the work so he can actually get to see them or watch him get hung. This right. is this this is a history we have. Right, right. And Robert. then furthermore, being an American Indian, that comes with a lot in itself. So you up here saying boasting and bragging about you not being a descendant of a slave, but that doesn't mean that you were treated that much more better or your ancestors were treated that much more better in America. Yeah, you know what I'm slaves. saying? So, uh, Indians had slaves too, my nigga. Yeah. And you know how, and if anybody uh, knows, this is, this is another fun fact. Uh, Indians kept slaves way after slavery ended, like even after the 20-year rule. They, 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 it was like 60 years until they freed their slaves. Mm. Uh, like a lot of people don't know that. Um, my mother is a descendant from the Morrell Plantation. The Morrell Plantation is a, is in Oklahoma, and it's Indian territory. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know that fun fact because I know my heritage. Yeah, you know, because it's, it's I, we have a lot of Black Indians in our family. Mm-hmm. You know. They had parades and all that shit down in Oklahoma. My mama goes down there all the time, and then she goes to the rodeo, all that type shit, because of, of where they're from and wh- where they descendants of. They're descendants of 
slaves that were owned by Indians. Yeah. So you said that they had them up until 60 years after the Emancipation Proclamation? Yep. And if that happened in the 60s, that means they got rid of their slaves in the 1900s. Wow. Yep. Wow. The Morrell Plantation. My, my mother, that I, I never, I, I found that out when I was young, but you know, I thought, you know, I didn't know nothing about, you know, your name, uh, you got your name from a slave, um, from, mm-hmm. from your slave master, because my last name is Hughes, and my, my, my peoples came off the boat. My, you know what I'm saying? My descendants came off the boat. So their name was, I don't, I don't know where they from and if they, if, if, if they were, uh, part of slavery either. What I do know is I never knew that my, my last name Hughes wasn't considered a, uh, a slave, uh, uh master's last name because I didn't know nothing about that. And then I was young and found out my mother's maiden name, Morel. That's because she's a descendant of the Morel Plantation. I didn't know that was real. Yeah. I found that out young. Like, damn, that's crazy. My mama's last name was Morel because she was a slave. Yeah. Or her peoples were slaves. Yeah. See, a lot of um, a lot of slaves didn't have last names. And so when yeah. they were freed, a lot of them took their slave master's last name. But a lot of them didn't want to take their slave master, bless you, didn't want to take their slave master's um, last name. So what they did was they um, they took the name freed man, which turned into freeman. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so funny because at my job, um, a couple months ago, I was talking to um, this lady that um, me and her are pretty friendly. And we were, you know, talking, getting to know each other, whatever. And she's Asian. And all I known was at this point was just her. Like, I knew she had a husband. I knew she had a kid. But I hadn't seen them or anything like that. But I knew her last name was Freeman. So with this Asian lady with this last name Freeman, I'm like, her husband's black. Like, just automatically, her husband's black. So when me and her got to talking and started becoming more friendly and stuff, um, and she showed me pictures of her family or whatever, I was like, I knew. I was like, I already automatically, you know, she started telling me, like, the issues that she's been going through and stuff with her family because she did marry a black man. And I was like, I, I mean, I knew off the jump when I knew your last name. And I told her the history of the last name, and she was like, "Wow, I didn't know that." And I was like, "Well, you probably wouldn't know that. Your, your husband probably don't even know that." But yeah, I was about to say a lot of people don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I was just like, I knew that off the off the jump. I was like, soon as you said, soon as you said your last name, oh, she's married to a black man. No, so I found I, that's how I found out. I uh, I went to uh, Dead Chick Elementary. They don't have it here no more, but that was an African centered magnet. So mm-hmm. we. You know, as much as I'm learning now, uh, they taught us some stuff, but they didn't teach us everything. But they did teach us about the names, and that's how I found out. And uh, my principal, Miss Delore, uh, she she got real cool with my mama, and that's how I, I she deep dived, and that's how I found out all that shit. Yeah, that's how I found out that uh, the um, Indians didn't free their slaves until like sixty years later. Yeah, yeah, that's wild because I didn't know that. I didn't know that, but they, 
they allowed those reservations to um play basically play by their own rules. So I can see. Yeah, I can see that. But um, but yeah, um, it's just it's crazy. Um, but it's not off brand. What's going on down there in Texas? Um, you know, Texas is special. They're very special. Um, sometimes good, sometimes not so good, <laughs> but special nonetheless. Um, just hope that that it doesn't doesn't catch on that they actually do at least keep the name slavery because that's what it was. It was slavery. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sorry to to, to bust y'all bubble. And you know, try to try to keep you white people comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was slavery, man. You know, yeah. You you uh you tortured my ancestors, you murdered my ancestors, you hung my ancestors, you whipped my ancestors, you know, you castrated my ancestors. This is not uh involuntary servitude. Right. This is slavery. Right. Right. And that's, you can't just be like, oh shit, I don't even know why I'm watching this nigga dish. But I can't stop. Like, no, nigga, that's yeah. slavery. Yeah. And how do you involuntarily relocate somebody? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know what I just, I, I walked up, I, I walked on this platform and then, then all of a sudden I'm in uh, what they call America. Right, right. Like, that ain't what happened. Right. I was just like, it looked like a cruise ship. They said it was going to be free food. So, you know. I didn't know it was a, I, I didn't know it was a motherfucking uh, pyramid scheme. I didn't know. Right. You know, I thought the head, I thought the quarters was a bit snug, but, you know, it was doable. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, I was used to eating golden and real yams and, 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 and little small bananas with seeds in them. You know, I was having a great fucking time, and then I was like on this boat for like I don't know, sixty days, ninety days, whatever. And they were they were feeding us slop, you know, full of I guess protein. Some of us was dying. I didn't know what was going on. I I was like, this is the worst fucking vacation ever. Like right. nobody said that that ain't what it was at all. At all, like this was this was not in the brochure, you know. Like what? I I'm this was I'm not so this off. was not the fire fest uh, festival, people. Okay, this was slavery. Okay, like the fire fest was five star compared <laughs> compared to slavery. Like, huh? I just that's involuntary relocation. Yeah, yeah. If because we're gonna label something, one thing, not another. Yeah. That's involuntary relocation. Yeah. Slavery's not. Slavery is slavery. Slavery is slavery. That should be on the t shirt. Slavery is slavery. Yeah. Quit trying to rebrand that shit. That's what it is. Slavery you know is fucking slavery. You know what? God, you might yeah. have gave me a million dollars back. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. We'll we'll yep. talk. We talk we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. we'll talk about that one. Yeah. We, we, we might have to put that on the history talk. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So that's that. That's in involuntary relocation. Um, next up is huh, some other we fuck shit. We trademarking that right now. Before we go there, we trademarking that right now. Yes, we're, absolutely. We're doing a poor man's trademark because this is being recorded. Absolutely. That's yeah. That's all. Yeah. Slavery was slavery. Yeah. So let me pull up this foolishness. Hold on. Uh, right here. Nope. It's right here. Yep. Alright. Can you see this shit? Uh, I see. Uh, the hero. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah, the hero said hashtag slavery is slavery via the ish. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we need mm. that because that's us. Yeah. So, um, next up is <clears throat> there was a discussion over this picture that went viral of this interracial couple <sighs> that was jumping the broom. Um, and people, me included, felt some type of way about an interracial couple jumping a broom. Um, if anybody is unaware, let me just give you the cliff notes of the background of jumping a broom. Um, during slavery times, slaves were legally not allowed to get married. So what they did was they did a symbolic gesture at their wedding, which was jumping, which they literally jumped the broom. So they called it jumping the broom. Um, being that this has that history, white people or any other race for that matter, but especially white people shouldn't be jumping the broom. So, um, yeah. So it was a black man, white woman, um, that picture went viral and a lot of people had thoughts on it. Um, the picture that's showing right now is actually two pictures, the picture that went viral recently. And then also a picture of another couple where it was a black woman, white man showing them jumping the broom. Um, yeah, I just... My whole thing is, um, cause I shared it on my social media and my whole thing was basically date who you want. I don't give a shit. Marry who you want. I don't give a shit, but don't be disrespectful about it in the process. This was completely disrespectful. Our ancestors, I feel are turning over in their graves. Um, come up with your, come up with your own traditions, perhaps. But leave our ancestors out of it when you're doing shit like this. Um, Lily, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> okay, first of all, um, I don't want you to take any offense to what I'm about to say, man. Okay. Um, but just from looking at these two pictures right here, I... I am 95% agreeing to myself that the women in the picture 
decided to do this. The white woman decided to do it. The black woman decided to do it. Um, both of these women probably uh, dominate the relationship as far as on the uh, control side. Now, I don't know uh, on no extra in our finances anyway, but on the control side of, of this whole relationship, they are the leader of it. Because for one, in my scenario, for the white woman, she did it because in her mind, she controls the situation and she was like, this is how I'm going to be acclimated into your culture, or acclimated into, you know, your family because, you know, they, they kind of feel a certain way because I'm white and wah, 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 wah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a brilliant idea, baby. Because he already fucked up anyway because he's uh, dating a white woman. But that's another <laughs> conversation that I'm going to have with y'all one day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he did that. And then on the other side, you have uh, this black woman, and I'm pretty sure that conversation went like, you know, she want to keep it true to her heritage. She wants to keep it, you know, um, classy, but also uh, a little blackish. We're gonna we're gonna play Earth, Wind, and Fire, and oh my God, we're gonna jump the broom. And he was like, oh, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck either way it went. They did that. You know, I can I can. I'm 95% sure that the women was the ones that topped this up. Um, um, second thing I would say, oh, I'm sorry, what you about to say? Well, I can see that for the black woman, white man, but I feel like for the white woman, black man, I feel like his family may have had a part in that. Because I don't see white people necessarily knowing about the whole jumping the broom thing, unless they've been to a lot of black weddings. Because, like, I've seen that in black weddings, but I didn't know the history until probably, like, a few years ago. Oh, yeah. no. Nah, fun fact. Because um, you're going to be today years old when you find this out. Mm -hmm. um, back in the day, when people used to elope, white people used to be like, they jumping the broom? Meaning they having a fucking illegal ass wedding, so they know what jumping the broom is. But yeah, they, yeah, I know they, they know it as a term, but actually seeing it done at a wedding, I've I've never seen that done at a white person's wedding before. Yeah, and and of course you didn't, because you know, um, they probably was just trying to keep it, you know, as uh, white as possible, because they already was. Uh, putting the uh, the black man in there, you know, white people are traditional. The uh, father probably was paying for it, so the pa father kept it elegant. And in this day and age, you got people pitching in together, paying for a wedding. They're planning how they want to plan, and I, I I can almost guarantee that this is one of those uh, white women that be around a lot of black folks and says she gonna jump the broom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's po it's possible it's possible. Um, I just I I just can see I can see it being more the black women of the family pushing that to be a part of the of the ceremony more than anything. No, listen, but, just how you feel, mm -hmm. just how you feel uh, right now about jumping the room. You like nah, you gotta keep that you you gotta keep that black. Um. Uh, 
that's how, you know, like D-Hero said, uh, where are the black grandparents, uncles, and aunties at? Yeah. yeah. You know why? Because it ain't none of them around. She's making that, that, that that's her decision. That family ain't making that decision because a black family, if I'm marrying a white, if I marry a white woman right now, my mama would not be like, oh, no, y'all guys can jump the broom. Mm-hmm. She would not, nah, she would never say those type of shit like that. Yeah. And if I'm marrying a black woman, she's going to definitely say some shit like that. Yeah. Because that's tradition. She jumped the broom. My sister jumped the broom. They 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 jumped the broom. She's not going to have no white woman do no shit like that. Yeah. So that yeah. wouldn't, no, nah, that ain't, that ain't but I can, his side of the But I can definitely see them not knowing the origin story of jumping the broom. That's why I was saying, like, maybe it came from the black side of the family them just because you know this is okay like as far as the white woman black man this is a white woman who's probably her family is probably the one that's planning a majority of the ceremony so i can definitely see like his mom or his aunties his sisters being like hey we gotta put the jumping in the room and you know have something black up have something from us and not know the origin story of jumping the broom and how offensive it will be in an oh. interracial ceremony. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. And then as far as the black woman, white man, again, it's the black woman that's, you know, planning the majority of the ceremony. And again, being ignorant to the origin story. Yes, we're going to jump the broom, you know? So that's that's why I'm thinking that. But it's okay. I get, highly I, I offensive. Yeah. I, I yeah. When you put it that way, I I can get your way of thinking, but I'm still gonna stand on mine. I'm like, <laughs> nah. Especially with the wedding, like the woman's the woman's putting that together, and uh, if she didn't like it, she wouldn't let that. She she wasn't gonna let that happen. But so I don't think she even, even knew. She, even if she got that put in her ear and she did it. That was still her decision. That that nigga didn't have nothing to do with her. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I just I don't feel like she, I don't feel like nobody knew. I'm I'm giving I'm giving them I'm giving them um the benefit of the doubt that they did not know. Oh no, nah, they, they didn't know. But I'm yeah. saying that the decision was made by the woman. When it, that that's my whole thing. Like yes, what you bringing up? Yes, that is completely correct. You know, they couldn't, they, they probably didn't know about the origin of it. But at the end of the day, this ship was created by the, that, the, the woman in this relationship. The woman in this relationship said, we're going to jump the truck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure, she probably saw the movie Jumping the Broom and was like, hey, this is what you guys do. Let's put that in there, too. I don't know, shit, you know? Um, D Hero says, I see it now. White people creating a TikTok jump the broom challenge and calling it woke. Lord, I hope not. As I can see it too, D Hero. Yeah. I can see it too. Huh. I hope not. As as much negative attention as this picture got, you gotta be a damn fool to create a challenge like this. Come on, these are, these are the same white people that took a Tupac verse and made it about them and abortion. Wait, what? 
So hold on, time out. Don't don't let me be the only one that uh <laughs> on, on on this beautiful podcast that didn't know on TikTok. Uh, white women, white women only, no black women. Mm-hmm. White women only. Oh, okay. Keep your head yeah, up. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, make it against Roe versus Wade. And let me be the first to say, because I haven't seen no men speak this yet. Let me be the first to say, first of all, men have no business um, making laws about a woman's body. I, that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is, no. Um. It was keep it, your head up. Sorry. Keep your head up. It was keep, keep your head up. Keep your head up was for black mothers and black daughters. Yeah. That's what that was about. That wasn't about everybody else. And I hate to break it down to y'all. But it wasn't about you. It was about <laughs> black mothers and black daughters. Yeah. And I understand and, the thing about abortion. That is that is whack. That is terrible. I don't understand how we should tell you um, how to run your body. But that is just me as a man. And I don't think that's what he was talking about when he said that line. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. He, 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 it didn't, no. He was talking about, you know, being assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes. A man has no right to tell a woman when and create, when and uh, how to create a baby. Yes. We have no right to do that. But he was putting it in another sense. Mm-hmm. He was putting it in, you know, uh, a, a victim sense, an assault sense, a rape sense, a molested, a molestation sense. Um, God putting it over Roe versus Wade. I, I I get it, but I don't. Like that's that's one of those things where you can listen to that song and, and, and relate to it in your head and be like, oh, well, yeah, because that's how I feel about such and such. But you keep it to yourself. You don't never make a song like that that was um, created for the people that created him about your white words. Like, yeah. I'm going to just keep it 100. Like, don't do that. Yeah. And I'm sorry we got off topic. Cause we talking about jumping the throne. Uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah. that's what we're known for. Um, those hard lefts, but um, especially yeah, given the especially given the person that the um line was created by, he most definitely wasn't talking about white women. That's the killer part about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, D Hero says other cultures love taking our art birthed from suffering and using it out of context. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Yeah, I, I tell everybody, you know, um, I'm a rock and roll fan, and I'm a rock and roll fan because I know where rock and roll came from. Rock and roll came from black folks. Yeah. <laughs> they was, Chuck Berry was the god of rock and roll. Yeah. But, you know, so I like rock and roll, but I understand that it's been tainted and whitewashed, and even the black people we have in rock and roll that are great, you know, they get changed because they black. Mm-hmm. And so they don't say they black anymore. So yeah, they've been, yeah, they, that's what they do. They take our culture and they take it over so much that we can't even, we can't even use it no more. So, yeah. which like they country. About, you know, you can see a TikTok challenge happening. I can see them doing that where it gets so detasteful where when a black person do it, they'd be like, man, come on, man. That's a white people thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, I just, I hope that day doesn't come. <laughs> I, right. Yeah, because that, that would be some straight foolishness. Some straight foolishness. But, um, but yeah, but for future reference, white people, interracial couples, let's go on ahead and omit the jumping of the broom in your wedding ceremonies. That would be great. Um, sincerely, our black ancestors. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> unless you dating somebody from uh Latino uh, uh Latino birthright, because them is niggas too. Like a lot of people don't don't acknowledge that. Some of them don't even acknowledge that they niggas too. Come that's a, that's a yeah. That's another bag of um. Of discussion that we don't have time for today. <laughs> we don't have time for, but you know, I got Latino in my bloodline, so I, I yeah. Latino. Excuse me, I have Latino in my bloodline, so I have to say that, like, nah, like, no, yeah, that that we some niggas, we some niggas. There's some niggas over there, y'all. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There's there's a lot of thoughts behind that. Um. <laughs> But yeah. Listen, if we get off air and you tell me like I really feel uncomfortable with you saying nigga, I'm gonna laugh my ass. No, no, that's not that's not where I was going with that. Um No, I know I know you wouldn't. Yeah. I'm just I'm making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm offended. So yeah, could we please not yeah, <laughs> like nigga please. Right. A <laughs> whole fifty two episodes later. Right, a whole fifty-two episodes later, I'm offended. Right, so. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, it's controversy over there, but I, I do, I do know Afro-Latino culture is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that. Um. Yeah. So on to a lighter topic. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't trigger Lizzie. I, Lizzie gonna send yeah. me a text message like, you know what? I find it funny that <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm not that bad, no. but um, let's see. Let me pull this up. Yeah. Okay. So on to a lighter topic. Hmm. So. During the week in my travels, I saw this on Instagram's uh the neighborhood talk page. And basically what they're saying is um uh D Hero says uh today's topic were deep but needed. Yeah, that's true. And he says Y'all should make that a topic to talk about soon on another show. I agree. I agree. I I mean, okay, we're going to do it like this. If you decide to jump on that show, we'll definitely do it. Since you suggested it, we jump on the show, we're definitely talking about it. Yeah. So, D. Harrell. Give us a day when we jump on, and that's that's what we're going to do. That's going to be the topic when you come back on. You said that like, you know, you you wanted to say some shit too. Yeah. Yeah. Or just let me know if you want to come on. We can possibly get you in today so we can hear your full thoughts. So, um, yeah. So, on to a lighter topic. 
So I saw this on the neighborhood talk and thought this might be something um, that we could discuss. So they said, neighbors, should the number of sexual partners matter in relationships? Um, This came because of a tweet that somebody said. They said, um, 30 bodies, not a lot. Stop it. Sexually active for 10 years. No relationship is only three a year. And, uh, and this is exactly why counting bodies is absolutely ridiculous. So, um, so me personally, I feel like you should keep a personal, um, a personal number, but I don't feel like it's something that should make a difference, especially after a certain age. And then on top of that, I don't think it's something that you should ask because it's never going to turn out good. Like the conversation will never turn out good because if you, um, if, if you're asked and you answer it, honestly, you're either going to be told you're a liar or told you're a slut. Um, and then if you turn around and ask the person that asked you, they miraculously have caught amnesia and have no idea. So <laughs> those have been my personal experiences with this topic. What about you, Lily? I'm going to break it down to you. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Um, some of us do not know, as me, some of us do not know how many sexual partners we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't keep a tally of it. Um, some of us do. Um, but in, just for me as a man, I feel like the ones that keep account of that are insecure type of dudes. And those are the dudes that ask weird-ass questions like that Cause that's a weird the fuck ass question. <laughs> like it's niggas that that marry porn bitches, and they marry these porn bitches because they've seen them run through niggas. That shit don't matter to a nigga that don't give a fuck about none of that. Like it's some real insecure dudes out here. Let's mm-hmm. just keep it one hundred. My male co- constituents. Some of you niggas is really, really insecure because, you know, when you ask that stupid ass question, you know, the next question that comes out your mouth. What? Fuck. Who fucked you better? On some weird nigga shit. Mm, I ain't never been asked that. I've seen that shit. Yeah. You know, like, like, like the nigga that, that, that fuck with a broad that used to fuck with somebody he don't like. If he insecure, he gonna ask this bitch a stupid ass question like, who dick is bitch? Like, who gives a fuck? These niggas is insecure. I swear, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I've seen it. I remember when I was insecure as a young man, I used to ask girls that shit. I used to be like, how many people you even slept with this year? And everybody used to tell me the same ass, stupid ass story. I ain't had sex in six months. <laughs> that was that was always the thing bitches used to say. And you know what? I got so tired of that bullshit. 
it, I literally stopped asking. I know I was like 24 years old when I was like, I'm not going to ask no bitch that shit no more. Why was you asking like, in the first place? As I said, some some niggas go thug or insecure. And, and, and that age, I was insecure about, you know what I'm saying, niggas that bitches fuck with one, I was in the streets and shit. So I didn't want to fuck with a nigga with a nigga's baby mama that I know don't like my camp because I know that's a bad situation. Well, that's a so, different question. Yeah, what I'm saying is, I, I, I was insecure that way. So when I got to know a bitch, I got to, you know, I, I was that kind. Like, you know, who are you to slept with? You know, how, how many niggas you slept with? Like, I was, I was on that Larry shit. Like, I know you know such and such, and I know you know how many niggas you fucked over there. And so, like, I would ask dumb questions like that. So I got, I, but when I, uh, at, like I said, I think I was like 24 years old because I know I was young. I'm like, man, that shit is stupid. Like, well, why ask a question like that? One, um, like I said, my situation was ill, but some niggas do that shit because uh, if a motherfucker say some weird ass shit, like, I only slept with three niggas, like you said, they gonna be like, man, this bitch lying, such and such and such. Or you know a nigga that she didn't fuck. Or you think you know a nigga. It, it's, a, it's a rabbit hole. But it, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, it, it comes from insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, with uh, with you wanting to know because you don't, because of the whole, like, camp situation and whatnot. Like, I get that. You know what I'm saying? But the question would be not necessarily fuck, but fuck with. You know what I mean? So I can understand you asking the question like, well, how many niggas you fuck with over there? Who did you fuck with over there? You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes sense. Because if you mess around and mess with somebody that, is from like that fuck with somebody that's from a neighborhood that you got beef with, then you probably don't want to mess with that girl. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, yeah, I used to always be on that shit because I didn't know how niggas was moving. I was just like, man, I'm not about to get killed because I'm trying to get some pussy. Yeah, exactly. So that question, totally one thousand percent, I'm behind. That makes sense. But asking somebody's body count is like for what? Because that yeah, ne- it never good. turns out good. It never turns out good. You know but like I, mean? I said, you know, when a nigga asks that shit, and that's and it's real life. Like I said, I didn't see niggas do it. When a motherfucker asks that shit, the next question is, uh, who had the biggest dick? You know, uh, who who fucked you better? Like they mm-hmm. start asking weird ass questions like that because yeah. it's insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. You know they do that if hold on. D Hero said contents matters. Thirty bodies at twenty two is a damn issue for me. Okay, I can understand that. At mm-hmm. the same time, she said she'd been fucking for ten years, so she wasn't twelve when she was fucking. I don't know how old this lady is. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't a, a twelve to twenty two situation because you know at that point, no, your your body it's an issue for me because you was fucking violated, my dear. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, hold on, beloved, let's. Let's let's talk about this. Are you right. okay? Right, we got a bigger issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- yeah, as far as this lady is concerned, yeah, we don't know this person's age, but as far as what D. Harrow is saying, I can understand him being like context matters 
because that is a that can be an issue. But let him. I'm gonna let him um, elaborate on that. Hey, hey, D. Hero. and I answered it honestly. I never was believed. So it's like, what is the point? What is the point? Yeah, you know the, what I'm saying? What's the point? Yeah. And, and what's the intention? Are y'all just smashing? Are y'all trying to get together? Are y'all trying to get married one day? Like, what's the what's the context? And that's why I say context matters. Like, but I don't even, I don't even I don't even think that as far as that is concerned, I don't think that that matters. Like, as far as what your intentions are. With that person, the reason why I say that, the reason why I said it, um, um, I, I miss what you said, the hero. Um, uh, I, I said, I said, I said, context. I said, what are your intentions? Now, context matters. You're trying to marry her, date her, or is it, is, it, is it just an arrangement? And Lindsay said she don't think it matters. The reason why I say it is because, and I think we all know this. You get used to somebody. You get used to people. You know, you get used to what they, what they do. Some, hey, I'm trying to keep it YouTube friendly here. Some. Some people do things better than other people. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can love this person, but you're used to getting certain type of treatment. <laughs> memories, well, memories. But uh, you know, <laughs> and you love this person, but she can't do. Well, and I know that's not have to do with how many people. But what if you messing with somebody and they are used to some premium treatment from like seven other dudes? Now I'm not insecure, you know, but don't be getting mad at me, nigga, because you want to set your template at 19 years old, you know what I'm saying? And you want to mess with this dude who went on to be a porn star, you know what I'm saying? So, and maybe that's off topic, but I mean, I guess, what's your attention? Like, do you want to marry somebody? Will they be okay with you? I mean, that, that's what therapy and premarital counseling is for, if that, if that is all your attention, you know? But anyway. How do you feel about that, Lindsay? I, I want to hear how you feel about that. I feel like a person's number shouldn't matter if your intentions are to, you know, be in a relationship or ultimately be married with one because like you should be yep. looking at that person on how they treat you and whatnot. Like it shouldn't right. matter. It shouldn't right. matter how many people they've had before you. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. I, yeah. I agree with that. I was trying to play devil's advocate and maybe i'm getting it mixed up maybe i'm more thinking about more reputation than body count but i think they go hand in hand though um yeah as as far as like reputation um they can go hand in hand because i mean that's how you build a reputation you know and then and that that's if the reputation is um is right because a reputation can be fake you know, there's plenty of women who appear high class, like nobody touched her, but they keep their on the low. Plenty of dudes that appear mm-hmm. like, yo, like he's real rare, but you don't know he didn't smash the cousins. <laughs> he didn't smash the people. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, yeah, because people keep people can keep okay. their mouth shut. No, you no, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm totally agreeing to this. My, my thing is this. Uh. I don't give a shit what my intention is. Uh, my first intention was to fuck. I'm sure I'm not the only nigga that know what I'm saying that's been on that level. So I don't even ask those fucking questions. Like, <laughs> shit like that is irrelevant to me. Because let me tell you something. Like, when you said, you know, that reputation. Uh, you know, the slut walk is real. The uh, uh, That movement... Is, is a real thing. I know women who only have one partner but go to slut bars because uh, that whole situation is you can't shame me because I got the same amount of bodies as you do, my nigga. You know, like, and so you mad at me because you bag 60 bitches so, and I bag 61 niggas. Like, so now I'm a slut. Like, now I'm a whore? Okay, cool. I'm going to be about it. Guess what else I'm going to be about? Being a, a a businesswoman, being independent, being pro this and pro that, being a millionaire, being a fucking uh, trendsetter, like all this shit. So body count shouldn't even fucking matter no more. Yeah. It, 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 oh, boy, my bad. I uh, body count shouldn't matter no more. It shouldn't be a reason why you give a fuck about how many bitches or how many niggas your bitch didn't fuck when 
at this point in time, in real time, right now, you fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. why should that matter? Right. Yeah. Right. The question I have for y'all, does a man's and a woman's body count, or are they equivalent, or do they differ? A woman smashing 50 dudes in a year, a dude smashing 50 chicks in a year. Do they weigh the same? No. It's a question. No. No. To me, you said no. Mm-mm. To me, um, it, it's two paradoxes to that. When I was younger, that shit mattered to me. You know, but now that I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. Yeah. I, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, like, I, heard, I, don't, I don't care. Like it, it don't yeah. matter. Like I said, it's, it's porn star bitches that are wiped up and these niggas had bukkakis with with over ten dudes busting nuts on their face. They didn't did this shit. Um, uh, for series, they got series of that shit. Question: What's a bukkake? Oh, okay. A bukkake <laughs> is be a, a a woman um, in the middle of like a thousand niggas, right? <laughs> and they just busting nuts on them. Now, okay. Now, when you hear this. When you hear this, you think it's a nigga thing, right? You think niggas thought of that, but no, that is actually a thing for women. And women is the ones that did that, not men. It was no man that created that. That was a woman that created that. So as sick as that shit sounds, well, bitch is the one thought of it. So bitches, <laughs> because of that, in my mind, I'm like, some of you bitches be wanting a lot of niggas to nut on you. So there, the way, the um, what is that? The money shot. So it's a whole bunch of people doing the money shot. Yeah. At one time on one person. Yeah. At oh oh okay. And and and, and I've seen interviews where porn actresses, I don't know about regular women, they look at it as a badge of honor. Like I, I handled these. Ugh, I climbed the mountain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I can. I mean, as far as like a porn star is concerned, I can definitely see why that would be a badge of honor because you you made all these men climax at the Hold same on, time. This is what I'm gonna fuck your head up with, though. Okay. It was a fetish before it was even on porn. That was Bukaki was a fetish first, and it was created by a woman. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe it did wonders for the skin. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I know motherfuckers gonna look at this like, ugh, man, what the fuck? Right. Like, natural, you niggas is nasty. You niggas is disgusting. Nah, mm-hmm. we didn't create that. That natural Nazima. Yeah. <laughs> nasty. Right. Right. Take about ten years off your life. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I, I say this, and I'll be done with it. At our age. That's like when dudes my age that got a kid, even if you live with them now, I don't want them with kids. It's like, bro. Now, you know, I, and this, I'm not trying to rabbit hole this, but it's I'm, I'm comparing it. It's like at, at 45 years old, you're going around trying to date somebody your age saying you don't want no more. That's kind of equivalent to saying body count matters at 50. And you're like, hey, no. <laughs> yeah. it, don't, it don't count. Like, you know, you're 70 years old. No, you, you had like, no. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, but like like what you were saying earlier, you know, I feel like um, it's not equivalent to men and women because that's just a double standard. 
that in the type of society that we live in. You know what I'm saying? Like you can have you can be 35 and have five men in your life and to somebody you're a slut. So because you're a woman. Like women are are supposed to be damn near pure, if not pure. And men can't handle a woman being on the same level as them sexually. Those are insecure men. Those those are the niggas that when they holler, when they try to holler at you and you don't reply to them, they be like, man, fuck you, old nasty ass bitch. Those are the niggas that that ask about body count. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Real niggas don't do that shit. Yeah, I don't want to know. Like I, like I told you, I stopped doing that shit at 24. I understand that's a young nigga's thing, but that's a young man's trait that should be gone. By the time you're 25, you should not give a fuck. You know why? Because most of us been fucking since we was young. Like, let's just keep it 100. Um, If you was fucking at 15, dude, it was a bitch fucking at 15, dude. So, because that's how you lost your fucking virginity. So, let's just keep it fucking 100. Like, it motherfuckers run through niggas, run, motherfuckers run through bitches, that's just what it is. And, and we all got a pass. We, uh, we was the fathers to everything in life, we all got a pass, man. Some of us are as junkies, you know what I'm saying, as whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, mm-hmm. that's not, we all human, we all got a pass, man, so I, I agree. Yeah. Anything, I know a bitch that got fucked in a doghouse. She's married right now with kids. Wow. So body count don't matter. Meanwhile, I can't get a text back. So, we're going to move on. <laughs> doghouse. Doghouse. Right. Real mm. doghouse. That's been used, by the way. Let's let, let's not get it twisted. The dog really be in this motherfucker. The dog was like, <laughs> dog was like, all I'm doing is trying to go to sleep. Why y'all in here? You came in down by the motherfucker uh, 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 the house uh, and didn't even fucking move. He just flopped that. I, man, you know, when you're young and you got a house party, you see some shit. Oh, yeah, you do anything. Well, why, who was, thought that was a good idea what? to be like, oh, let's go in the doghouse? Listen, I don't know why. I, I don't know um, why. I know it was four of us that seen that shit. We talk about this shit to this day. Um, I don't think nobody else seen it, and I think that's why they say because I know we just kept that shit between us. Well, now the world knows. (laughs) We don't never say names, but we always we always bring up, "Hey man, remember that was getting fucked in the (laughs) dog." Whoever whoever he he had to have some game, super game for the toilet. That's like one percent dirty dog. (laughs) 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 He had to have mouthpiece. conversation like how do you coerce somebody to get fucked in a doghouse like you're sticking out of the doghouse I don't know I, I can't tell you but what I do know is um that 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 beautiful young lady 
um, is, is married right now with a couple kids. Yeah. So. And again, I can't get a text back. A, if a motherfucker to get fucked in the doghouse gets chose, why the fuck do you care about a woman's body count? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. that her husband don't know, and she shouldn't know. Why is that relevant today? You know we we'll never know that shit. Like she, could you imagine? They sit in the bed on on some cool cool shit, and he like, "What's the wildest shit you ever did?" She was <laughs> that time I was sixteen and got fucked in the doghouse. Uh, no, she would never say that. Oh, oh lord, no, <laughs> no. No, she, she needs to take that to the grave. She can bring up the time she got a uh, uh, she got a, had a threesome because women always say they had a threesome. You, you just had a train, bitch. That was a train. <laughs> that was a little train, but it was a train. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> 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 you can take that story and you'll be fine with it. But <laughs> nigga, uh, she can't sit and tell you she fucked in an actual doghouse <laughs> when she was young. Because you're going to be like, man, bitch, what type of shit was you on? Yeah. You ain't going to be mad at her first thing. Like, that ain't going to make you leave her. But nah, you're going to be like, damn, you was nasty when you was little. <laughs> and you barely want to suck dick now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You did all this shit when you was younger. I get you when you give your life to the Lord. Like, what kind of yeah, shit? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, come on, man. Damn. You don't even let me put my thumb on your booty. Like, now you want to be saved. But you got fucked in a doghouse. I want to know details. Because what that nigga do, because I swear to God, tomorrow morning I'm going to act just like that nigga. Like, what did he say? Give me step by step. You got out of the car. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> he, like, he told you some weird shit. Like, come on, you know, I'm going to be locked up tomorrow, man. I miss you. I can't, you know, like, what, what, what happened? I start smashing the BMX, nigga. I Recreate a porn that you saw or something, but yeah, yeah, don't. One hundred. If you tell me that, and I know I don't be getting that type of reaction, I'm gonna be like, man, come on, man. Like, what happened? What happened in your life when you stopped being nasty? This is the point where you're supposed to be real nasty. Yeah. We ain't fucking no, we ain't fucking nobody but each other. Mm. No, that was in my backside days. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. That is Ooh. tough. I quit doing anal as soon as we got married. I wanted to be cured too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to say no shit like that to me. <laughs> nope. Uh, you can find that shit tonight. <laughs> You're with a little bit. You were playing. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, what is that? I used to love sucking dick. I used to 
I used to wake my man up every night, with, uh, every morning with that shit. I used to greet him when he came home from work. And like, <laughs> and I get it. I just only get it on my birthday. I pull my dick out right then and there. Like, nah, nope. Oh, oh, man. Right. Yeah, I did all that in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> by the time by the time she blinks, all my clothes will be out. Right now. Right now. You gonna right. give me less than what you gave your boyfriend teenagers. I feel you, dad. I'm your husband. Hey, you better hey, no, hey, what are you talking about? You oh better spirit on me. Man, you better wake up that old uh, that old fucking spirit, that, that fucking spirit you bastard. Come on, man, this shit getting born. <laughs> I'm starting to look at young bitches. Like when you at the thirty five when you pass the age of thirty five, the only time you really can pursue and you should pursue young bitches is when you're not fucking with somebody. You know? When when you with somebody, you gotta be satisfied in every way as a man. Or you gonna start looking at these young bitches? Yeah. Jeez, <sighs> Louise. All right. Yeah. <laughs> God is good. Every time I see a doghouse now, I promise you, I ain't gonna lie. I'm never literally every time I see a doghouse. Every time I see a dog, <laughs> I think about how that listen. <laughs> when the shit happened, when the shit happened back in the day, man, only thing we could think about was a doggy style album. We was like, no <laughs> way in the world we actually seen this shit in real life. Remember, Snoop was on top of the house, but he was like sprawled out, like he was going either he was fucking about to shoot somebody, and then his ass was right in the air, right outside of the fucking dog door. Like, nigga, oh, yeah, we seen this shit in real life. Lord. I just, I just want to know. I just want to know. What if what if that was the girl's idea? What if it was? Yeah. What if it was? Looking, I would look at it a little different. I would look at it. Lena, you and my boy told me the other day he had me cracking up. So we talking about body count. He was like, bro, I'm giving you with a girl. Go down on you. If she cut the ball first, but she cut the. She been here before. You <laughs> She's supposed to have been there before. Like, I'm not mad at it. But, but he was just like, he was just like, you know, if you want to know how spirit is, she can tell when she go down on you. She goes straight for the ball first, or she go for the she, she you know what she she know what she's doing. I was like, that kind of makes some sense, dog. <laughs> right? That makes a lot of sense, right? Wow. She's supposed to be. Nigga, you do not want to be in a relationship and this is the first time she's sucking dick. You're gonna be so mad. <laughs> Oh, you are. You're so mad. You, yeah, you, right. you remember the girl that you convinced to suck dick and she ain't never sucked dick before? You remember You remember how that shit was? Like she was like, yeah, she, she was kissing her head, the head, the head in her mouth and act like she about to throw up all this old dumb ass shit. Like, I don't really want that. What you if she really was about to throw up? Man, I know exactly what he's talking about. I She's trying to force herself into it. Yeah, she's trying to force herself into that shit. She ain't never did it before. It's kind of scary to her. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know what I'm saying. 
she ain't she ain't fundamental to this shit. So she like, you know, I don't want this nigga to the the pee in my mouth. Like all all sorts of weird shit bitches go through. So I, I, all I that could have been going on that she really was about to throw up. Well, y'all think she was lying about that? Listen. I, I'm telling you from experience, the bitch act like she was about to hurl every time she was fine. You know how I know she was fine? Because we both walked to McDonald's after the shit like nothing fucking happened. She did, it was just her, like, she was like, I don't really do this, but I like you, like you. And she was like, I want to suck your dick. And I'm like, you playing. She was like, don't tell nobody. And I was like, who the fuck I'm going to tell Shoot, a podcast. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't want everybody. I don't want nobody to be like, oh, such and such. We suck at the dick, and I'm like, man, whatever, man. Ain't nobody on this love shit, and I was. But yeah, I mean, I feel like she could have gagged, and it could have been real, and she could eat McDonald's. Like, I don't, I don't see the problem. Yeah, like I said, she barely, she barely was at the head. She was just like, she wasn't used to opening her mouth that way. So it was like, Ugh. and I'm like, girl, get the fuck. True, true story. Like, there was a time before I was married when I dated women. Like I, I, I find a way, a situation, popsicle, banana, something, just to see, just, to, just to see how, because, and that would help me determine. Like that's a non-negotiable for me. You got to be able. You got to be able. And I, you know, sometimes we talk about it, but I'd be like, hey, you want a hot pickle? I love hot pickles. I look. I honestly want to be surprised. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to. I don't want to like you know do no extra. I want to be surprised. I want to see how good you are. I don't want to be surprised because that, that to me that's up there for me. That that's up there. That 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 that's a you just have to be able. It should be a yellow one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it gave me long one because. <laughs> I don't need that topic all the way along. Yeah, I, I, I just want to be surprised. I want to know because you know I'm just one of them believer uh, believers in uh, you know experience sex with a partner. So uh, I want to know. You know what I'm saying? I want to be surprised. I want to know where you're at with this. Yeah. Because okay. that's how I'm gonna show you what I like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And if you know if you can't do what I like, then we, I, you know, I, I, I play sex as a, a as a good part of a relationship because, you know, it means something. a lot of people don't think it means something, but when you both are physically able to be a, uh, to have that type <clears throat> of attraction and uh, meld those things together, it should happen. And if and if it's not to your liking or to her liking, y'all should split. Nobody should be in a um, halfly created relationship. A relationship has to be a complete circle. So I want to be. I want to be surprised. I want to know. I want to know my limits, and if I can handle those limits, if I can't, then we can't do nothing. I'm just. I'm just not gonna be one of them niggas married for thirty years and know I only get head on my birthday. But it could have been one way, and it just ended up that way. You said what? I said it could be one way, and then it just ended up that way. I mean, yeah, after years of marriage, but not, but not relationship-wise. Yeah. Some motherfuckers get in a relationship and, and, and don't get head. 
Yeah. That's, that's the truth. I was in a relationship and didn't get hit. And I was like, this some bullshit. What movie was that? The Brothers? D.L. Hewley? Yeah. Well, it was the movie D.L. Hewley. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was The Brothers. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the, my girl at the time didn't get hit because she seen her mama sucking her daddy dick. And it traumatized. That's a great reason. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying, but I just was like, nah, this is bullshit. I can't, I can't live like this. Yeah, it's a that's a great reason. Yeah, she told me why. Yeah, she told me why, and I was like, damn, yeah, that is kind of fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you even um, had kids, but now I get it. Like, you had never seen like sex like that, but you did see your mama. Sucking your daddy dick, and you was like, as a kid, you was like, "Oh my god, that's nasty." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just glad you had three kids. I'm like, how you got three kids and don't suck dick? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it's not important to everyone. Like niggas lasted, niggas lasted long in this relationship. Sometimes you don't want to fuck all the time. This week, like girls don't want to fuck all the time. You don't want to fuck you just a little head to do, and I can go to work. A lot of men has cheated because of that one thing. That be, women, a lot of men have stepped outside the marriage and relationship because of that one thing. Like, yo, I feel like y'all put too much weight on that. I, I, I so, can agree. I can agree with you. We do. We put. We but we put a lot of weight on. But yeah, it's I'm, not irrelevant though. It's still valid because that's like me saying, I don't try to find a good example. I don't know something that women like. I, I can't ever say, based on what women like, that if y'all say it's a lot of weight, I can't say there's too much weight because y'all, y'all. And I'm not saying every dude like what the same thing all the time, but for the men who do like that, it's the same conversation. That's hella important for the dude who do prefer that. It, it's, mm-hmm. it, it means a lot more than what Sister Ashley says. Like, oh, yeah. You're gonna take care of me and I ain't gotta do nothing. You're gonna think about me, you servicing me, you know, like and I ain't gotta do nothing. I'm stressed, you're gonna take that off of me, you care about me that much, like it, it, it means a lot. So it um, means more to you than just the act. Oh, so it means more. Equal everything is equal, you know. That, that I mean the, 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 it, it depends the context. If I have a bad day, true story, I had a bad day, lady friend, I wanna just let me just take the stress off. All right, came through. Boom, long, long time ago. <laughs> came through. <laughs> it took the stress off of me. And that when she got done, like, you feel better? I was like, yeah. She was like, well, sure, because I could eat. I was like, I want to make her dinner. Like, damn. Like, <laughs> what did Cat Williams say? Cat Williams said the best. He said, he said, women, when you do the mad at you, just start giving them head to the Remember that? He was just like, you know what? Oh, hell, you know what? I'm tripping. What my comedy special was? Hey, that's some real stuff right there. Like, like he was speaking some real. That that does wonders. If y'all want to do the chill out, get ahead. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> when I, I'm being my Corey Holcomb boy, when I wasn't eating pussy, I didn't really give a fuck about a bitch sucking my dick. But now that I eat the pussy. I'd be damned if I'm eating pussy and you say you ain't sucking dick. We can't do this. Yeah. This, this is an equal opportunity setup right here. Yeah. 
swim your swimming pool, but you can't. That's yeah, a water you hose. Nah, cuz. It's a water hose. I'm well, just I'm just a pussy. I knew sucking dick was mandatory. Like, I'm going to keep it 100. When I wasn't eating pussy, yeah, I didn't really give a fuck because I was just trying to beat it up and get the fuck out of there. Now, if she chose to suck my dick because that's what she liked to do, that was a plus. It was a bonus. Yeah. But when I started eating pussy, <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. <laughs> you returned the favor. It ain't got to be that day, but mm. you returned the favor. If you don't, then hey man, me and you can't connect. Right. We, we can't do this. So what if y'all just don't do that part? I like it. I, I like. Are you talking about us doing the woman? Yeah. Us woman? Like what if y'all, y'all just eliminate that part so out of y'all? Y'all are so G-rated, man. What? Dude, this is a podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not a <laughs> vulgar person. I'm not a vulgar person. I could be vulgar. I'm just not in that space right now. But but, but what is it? Cundalingus? Uh, uh, Cutalingus. Cundalingus? Cutalingus. Cutalingus. Yes. So you asking if if we don't do cutalingus? I'm asking. I'm asking why don't y'all just eliminate that part altogether? Eliminate the fellatio and the cutalingus. Would that I, be okay? I'm gonna keep for myself. I'm gonna keep for myself. Okay. I like. And I know other dudes, we like pleasure in our woman. Like, if I'm with you, if I, especially if I'm with a woman, there's some mornings, I show you that stressful day, I'm, I get up in the middle of the night, I'm like, yo, she's sleeping, I'm going to wake her up with that gift, you know what I'm saying? I like it too much, I like getting it too much, and I like giving it too much, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a give. I like giving, and I like getting equally the same, so that, that, that's not going to happen. Like, I, yeah, all them songs... Uh, except for Mario with the modern watermelon, but I'm talking about, you know, swim via ocean, pleasure pee, and all them songs. I'm with all that. All that. Mm. that, that that's a requirement. Lily? I, I feel, uh, I, I feel so, I feel so sorry for you, my nigga. <laughs> what? If I ain't got to eat pussy, I ain't eating pussy, man. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it a fuck with you. Like, if, if I knew I can just go in there and fuck, and I didn't have to do it, you know, I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I get you when you say, you know, it's for pleasure. Because, I, you know what I'm saying, I want to please my lady, too. I don't want it to be a situation uh, because I think sex is, is, is a mutual thing. So, uh, both of y'all should enjoy the experience. It yeah. should just be a, uh, a a dud moment for her. And you like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't bust nothing. I'm going to go sleep. Like, it shouldn't be that. Yeah. So, that's why I involve certain things. Um. She was like, I don't like that. Then I'll be like, cool. Now, at the same time, if she was like, I don't like that, and I ain't sucking dick, I'm going to be like, nah, because I like my dick stuff. Like, the only way I'm not eating your pussy is if you don't like your pussy, hey. Well, no, that, I, I get that, but she said everything. Like, I like I like my dick being sucked, so you got to suck dick in order to be in a gotcha. relationship with you. Gotcha. So you're saying... Hey, you don't want me servicing you, cool, but damn it, I'm gonna get served. Damn it, you you gonna be gypsy lube. I'm gonna fuck yeah. my car, and you gonna I'm gonna get know. one of them. Cause if she say, cause it's 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 two things that can happen in that. Either she don't like when somebody goes down on her, or you don't do it to please her. So you should try to figure out what pleases her while you're doing it, so it can be a thing. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Now if she just don't like that, she think it's something wrong with it, then. You ain't got to be on it. 
You you don't have to do that. But if you tell her, okay, on the flip side, I do like my dick being sucked. She's it, either she she's got to deal with that. She's got to know she's gonna suck some dick if she yeah. gonna be with you. Facts, yeah, facts. And let me take to another point. I like six nine too much. Like, well, with my woman, with my woman, whoever I'm with. Mm-hmm. That, that's I, I like it. I, I'm I glad it. you said that because I'm like, damn, where that snitch come in at? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you like six nine too much. That nigga told on a lot of niggas. So for like me, him so nah. much. So I, I like you so much because he a pussy. I gotta eat a pussy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, no, that's not. That's not at all what I. No, no that's, that's not what you're saying. That's not at all what I see. Yeah. You out know. Hey, man. Anybody watching <laughs> this show or listening to this show knows. Situation. I just thought six nine would automatically, you know, be known. Nah, I know what you meant. I think it. I think it's a stupid rabbit hole because I do. You good? You good? Text and be like, Yo, cousin, man. <laughs> Sometimes I just gotta keep it real. You know, it's, it's therapeutic. You know, when I do this, I keep it real with myself because I'll be like, You know, if the world sees this, I want the world to just know that this is the type of nigga I am. So that won't nobody come up on me acting stupid. Yeah. Like, if I was in a funeral, I couldn't sit next to you. You probably saw roasting people in the body outside they cry. Like, <laughs> and I'll laugh with you. <laughs> you know yeah. Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I just state how I feel. Like <laughs> a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just, I mean, I'm explicit. I mean, I do use cuss words, 
and I'm blunt. I'm just not vulgar. So yeah, I'm gonna find yeah, other words to thing. use. Yeah. Yeah, so I will that's find other ways. I'm always be the vulgar. You definitely upfront with that shit. You yeah. definitely put that shit down. Also, so do we got another topic? Because y'all brought up just bringing up the reason why I suggested bringing up the other topic about uh, Hispanics, you know, not for me, because I was laughing when I was because I, me and Lindsay, <laughs> I know Lindsay. I know I don't know if she talked to you about that topic, but whenever y'all do, it ain't because of me. I I thought as soon as you was just like, well, what did you say? You was like, man, he's a nigga too, or something like that, right? And I looked, I was like, what did Lindsay gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> me and Lindsay, we had some deep conversations about that, you know what I'm saying? And I just, that's the reason why I said that, like, yo, I want to see, I want to yeah. see Lindsay talk about That's why, that's so why I was like, like, that's another, that's another that's show. That's a whole nother yeah. show right there. That's another know? show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I said, man, I, I I be telling people like for real, for real, like Afro Latina culture is real. Um, one of them things because it's not like I did a deep dive into anything, but like when I found out that you know what I'm saying, one part of my family was from you know over there. I was like, oh well, shit, you know, um, if niggas was over there, because you know what I'm saying. Uh, when you do that deep, uh, if you do that deep dive from over there, they, you know, a lot of them was descendants from slaves and all that shit. And motherfuckers that hijack boats and end up on the island. Like, this shit is real. Um, so, my descendants, we all look like this. Yeah. Hey, last one of them. Yeah. You know? And so, I'm like, shit. That shit for real, for real. The Afro-Latina culture is real. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying every Latino got nigga in. No, I'm never saying that, but I know Afro Latino culture is a real fucking thing. Yeah, no doubt. The, 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 the question I would have, I'm a lead. I say this next show, whatever y'all do this. I, with that being said, maybe you know what I'm about to ask. Can they say nigga? Fuck yeah, they can, cause I do it all the time. So, so in your situation, though, I don't want to assume you're half. What's the Hispanic? What's the? I, I know what I, you said. I just said it in the past. It ain't Mexican. It's something else. Am I freezing? No, he's froze. Okay. No, no, it's not Mexican. I got uh, nervous. I'm like, I'm offended. No, 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 no. You were uh, <laughs> you were froze for a minute, so I, I couldn't hear you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a. Uh, Brazilian and Cuban uh uh relatives. Okay, okay. Like um and I found out from a lady from the Caribbean that my name Hughes is like a a a, 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 a real staple where she's from. Damn. Like it's in all saying it's like a, a a great name over there. Damn. And so and the other type of black, right? Like mm-hmm. black. And the yeah, black woman, like they was from the Morel, uh my mother's from the uh, descendants of the Morel plantation. So okay. she's black and Indian. Okay, so I would say, not not me, based on comment, and I'm on speak to you, Lindsay. There are some people who will say, well, you can say that because you still are descended from the people that went through the the the, the, the slave stuff, right? But when it comes to other people, who descendants didn't come from that, who's just purely from somewhere else, and they may, like, can they say nigga? Like, can, 
Jennifer Lopez say nigga? Can can um Fat Joe? You know what I'm saying? Can 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 he say nigga? Can Fat Joe says nigga all the time, but um his excuse is, you know, he comes from an Afro Latino culture. Okay. So yeah. that's See. his excuse. I'm not saying it's definite. I'm not saying that, you know, he shouldn't say it. What I'm saying is what uh what he represents, um, I think they um well, as far as me, my opinion, Afro-Latino culture took in nigga like we took in nigga. They, you know what I'm saying? They made it a positive. I learned nigga was never ignorant getting goals accomplished. Like, that was that was what I was taught what a nigga was. So when I say nigga to you, I hold you in high esteem. If I say my nigga, I mean really my nigga. My nigga, my nigga is, hey, my never ignorant getting goals, goals accomplished friend. Damn. I never heard that. Um, I wasn't that um Tupac that came up with that. It was. It was Tupac. Yeah. I never, I never heard it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, they took that because of being Afro Latino, being being a part of Black culture, they took that in too as a term of endearment. But this is this is my thing. Um, the problem with. The problem with Afro Latino, like we didn't start hearing that stuff until like the last several years. Like that's when it became trendy and a thing and stuff like that. People before then was not saying all, but people were turning their backs on their African roots, especially like Dominicans. You know what I'm saying? So when they were saying nigga to us, they weren't saying it as a term of endearment. And on top of that, there are some Dominicans, some his um well, some Hispanics as a whole, not just Dominicans but as a whole. Some Hispanics as a whole that some of them are descendants of slaves, some of them are not. So, I just I don't like them. I don't like any of them unless you unless you actually are embracing the fact that like no, 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 listen to me. I'm not finishing my sentence. I was sentence. about to say I'm not finishing my sentence. I don't sentence. want that to be no. like, you know, I don't like, Lindsay don't like fucking no, 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 I'm not done with my sentence. I don't like, I'm not a fan of any of them saying that word unless you are embracing your African roots, if you have African roots. But if you don't embrace your African roots and you look at your, and you look at that part as uh, being negative or you look at black people as being negative, how am I supposed to take you saying, what's up, my nigga? How am I supposed to take that? I'm going to take that as it it being offensive and you want to fight. I get that. And uh, let me um, interject with that because, yes, you can do that because it's some um, Latinas that use the word very negative. But like you said, the ones that develop in the culture, you know, it's some it's some Afro Latinos that um, only understand their the, the culture from rap music, but uh, but they know where that came from. That 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 came from uh, a black, you know what I'm saying, uh, situation. It came from black struggle. <clears throat> they know that, and so that's how they embrace that. They 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 learned how to embrace that shit from uh, uh, original rap. They did. Others. Knew the culture, knew the whole history of it, you know, but it's still levels to it. Now, when I say this, I, like I said, I'm always agree with you. Like, yeah, 
some of them use it in a negative way. And those niggas need to be slapped in their motherfucking mouth every motherfucking time. I would never hesitate for that. But though, but, but you know who those are. One thing about Afro-Latinos that I know, and this is just in my opinion, you know, they either uh, uh, group into the um, the hip-hop culture of rap, and then, you know what I'm saying, later down they found out that they, they was descendants, and, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they took that more on, or it's motherfuckers that I know that are, they, they, they pale as a motherfucker, and they think it's cool to say nigga. Those are the motherfuckers you check. Like, I don't, unless you unless you know who you is, I don't think you should be able to say that. Yeah. But, but I mean, I just, me, rule of thumb, I don't like none of them saying it. Like, if you ain't black, don't say it. I don't care if you're Afro Latino or not. I just just rule of thumb. You gonna have you gonna have to show me your, or not show me, but you gonna have to tell me, hey, I'm X, Y, and Z, because I take offense to it all. Like just rule of thumb. I'm not I'm not about to just like try to figure the shit out. You you tell me, and then okay. But I'm not about to try to sit up here and figure the shit out. Just don't say that shit to me. Period. And then and what makes matters that much worse is that the motherfuckers in New York let everybody say that shit. And we and the rest of the country been telling them, no, you can't say that shit. But the motherfuckers in New York let them say that shit. And that's and that's another I thing. Like, I fucked up New York though. So I already we we had that early in this in, in this podcast. I, I know how fucked up New York is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna ask y'all a question. So if you just take the jump the broom thing, and let's say the jump the broom situation, because it's not the same thing where you're talking about nigga was a word that was given to us negatively from a whole race. Jumping the broom is something that we had to do because a whole race negatively, right? So what if it was a Hispanic person jumping the broom who who who, who studied it, who understand what it is? And that's not that, that's no go for you, Lynn? No. Leave this shit alone. You ain't you got you can do a whole lot of shit in a wedding. Leave that shit alone. Just in leave it alone. Way, you said it was the same thing with the N-word, with, with nigga, right? Same yeah, word, like right? just just leave the shit alone. There's a whole lot of words in the dictionary that you can use. So leave, leave that so I, shit alone. I heard people say this. I heard people say I heard people say that and I say this. We kinda earned that word. Not the word in its original thing. We took something that was negative and we worked hard as hell to transform that mug to 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 something of endearment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Us. We did. Our ancestors yeah. did that. Like no one else outside the culture did that. No it wasn't no nah nigga. Slave took that word and throughout the and then hip hop came and, and, and within hip hop, which is ours as well, mm-hmm. we, we we took it and we transformed it, you know. And so, is 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 it safe to say that that, that word is a tribal word? It's tribal. It's tribal mentality comes with it. Like, like it it, it, it's, it belongs to us. Yeah. I can invite you to cookout. You still can't say that damn word. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. We can All be right, the best um, of friends, I'm, but I'm not your nigga. I'm gonna answer this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer this, but I'm gonna also tell you, hip hop was created from black and Latinos. Rap was created from black folks. Okay. That's you know what I'm saying. But Okay. That I'm a, I'm a take that and then I'm gonna move from that. I'm with you on that by the way. I'm with you on that. That's, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's uh, I'ma say this. 
Um, nigger. Nigger is very disrespectful. Nigger. Just listen to me say that right now. And then hear it in a conversation. That's disrespectful. Yeah. E- either way you place it. Now That's here right. it is. Nigger. Nigger. If you're hearing this in a conversation and you like, my nigga, it, 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 it's two different wavelengths your mind going to go up. You know, you're not, you're not going to find it negative. Nigga, you're going to find it negative. Nigga, you're not going. Now, I agree with Lindsay. If you don't know your history, you might not want to say that shit. That, not, not even saying might not. You don't want to say that shit. If you don't know your history, you don't know where you're from. Okay. You don't say that shit. But I'm not gonna give it a black term because the uh, the race as black is invented. We're all descendants from Africans. Period. Every last one of them. Okay. Yep. You know we're all descendants. So when you know you're Af- you of African descent, and you turn this word that was negative. Into a term of endearment. That's my nigga. Or I love my nigga. You should be able to say that if you know where you're from. Okay. If you know you have, you you're from African descent. You should be able to say my nigga. That's just how I feel. Okay. Okay. Because being black is made up. Black is a color. African is a culture. Yes. Yes. So, Lindsay, is it more so for you? African descent, also, nigga, you, your ancestors had to be slaves in order to say that. Is that is that where you at, Lindsay? Like, yeah. African descent plus the slave. The, what you call it, the ADL? The, I, I, ADLS. Oh, yeah. The ADLS. ADLS. So, so your criteria, nigga, African descent, <laughs> ADLS experience, ancestors in your family. That will qualifies you for saying is that, is that your stance, Lindsay? That's my that's, that's my stance. That's, that's my stance. That's my stance too. Okay. Um, but I do I do know that people of African African descent that are not ADOS say that. I feel some type of way when they say that, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like try to fight them if they do, if they say that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I am I am aware that they do say that. Um, but in the same breath. I am aware that some of the Africans don't really fuck with ADOS. So when they say it, how are they saying it? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they saying it as a term of endearment or are they saying it as a derogatory term? And that, you know what I'm saying? You start getting into that muddy waters and stuff like that. And that's, I really, I mean, I say the word, but I don't say it like that. And uh, cause it's, it's a lot of stuff that I just don't fuck with when, in regards to that, in regards to that word. Like, I don't really fuck with people calling boys, like little boys, niggas. I, I, that, I cringe when I hear that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm, but that, I'm, I know I'm that's what people do. I, I want to interject with that, Lindsay. And mm-hmm. I want to bring up this. Because one, I, I agree, you know what I'm saying? Hey, at one point, I always tell people if this word is, so much of a controversy, let's just all just stop fucking saying it. Like, at the end of the day, if, if, if nigga uh, was on the ballot of voting to be like, you know, disband, I'd be like, you don't disband the word. We just be cool with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's stupid. 
We don't want to. We don't want to overlap what it is. At the same time, I want to say this: nigga can be used at a, as a term of endearment, or it can be used forcefully and negatively. That was that. That's the that's the genius of what the word nigga is. It can it, it can be fragmented into everything. Like Bernie Mac had that uh that little comedy uh spot where he talked about how motherfucker can be used. Yeah, it's the same agenda. You can do that. You you can do that. Um, just like how bitch can be um a, a call of queens and, and 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 independent women and and generals and all this shit. But at the same time, bitch can be derogatory. It's all on uh, how it's placed. And the genius of the word nigga. Uh, is it can be placed in so many different frames. So, yeah, um, be mad, white people, and a lot of people of color that do not have African descent in them, you can't say it. But somebody with African <laughs> descent can say it in any way. They can say, oh, a bitch-ass nigga, like, as an African, and really mean you a bitch-ass nigga because a bitch-ass nigga is... Oh, at the same same time, an African could be like, that's my nigga. And I love that nigga. Yeah, you the genius of the word, and I know where it came from, and black people are the people that use it very well. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just I just ain't a fan of, of others using it. The yeah, older I get, I don't know if it's me getting soft or getting wide. I don't know if it's me getting the older I get, the more I'm on along the side of staying your lane, I'm staying in my lane, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't come to me if you see our point. Look, look, man, if you ain't sure, don't even bother. Let me, I'm, I'm in my lane, and that comes with anything. You know, don't know what you think about Roe versus Way. Hey, man, look, in my opinion, you shouldn't take nobody's autonomy away. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but hey, that's them. I don't. I don't get too enraged by it that much. No. You know what you I'm saying? Can't. You can't. That's the thing. It's some things you're passionate about. Other things you have no business being in. But into the Roe versus Wade shit, I, I, I said it and I'm going to say it again. Like We have no right to make laws on what a woman's body is supposed to do or what a woman's supposed to do with her body. Like We don't have no right on that because yeah. the, the, um, the fuckery in that shit is um, you you're gonna tell a natural woman what she can and cannot do with her body, uh, and then you turn around and let a uh, uh man-made yeah I want to say man-made woman um become the woman of the year a couple years ago like you uh, you can like you can do that like you you can do that with no problem but you can't <laughs> tell a woman. That she can't have an abortion. Yeah. But you can tell a you can tell a made up woman that she the best woman you ever seen. That's a hidden agenda somewhere, and that's just me. That, no, like, so so I, I'm a I'm a I've been debating about saying this. I take the five of these for Lindsay, but I'm gonna say it out here. And Hold on, before you say that, so no, this is, no disrespect to my trans women, because I respect y'all. Yeah. But I, I at the same time, it's levels to this womanhood. And I and, and and my women who were born women, I hold them higher than you. That's just me. 
that I, I'm not taking anything from y'all. I'm with you on that. But the women who was born, uh, and the words of Tiffany Haddish, the women who were actually born with their and their ovaries didn't fall out. I respect them more. I, I hold them. I hold them higher than you. They're here. You're here. And that's just what it is. I still respect you as a woman, but I won't. Res- I, I I I can't say I won't respect you. I won't acknowledge you or I. You you like, that, that, was that was a bad part to freeze. He froze yeah, right. He froze. He that <laughs> oh, he froze you again. You froze yeah, when you, you said you froze when you said that you won't. You won't respect them as something. I'm sorry. I will. Uh, I will not respect them as being a uh, being a real woman, having like that thing, like 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 Latina woman has that 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 amazing process of giving birth. That's a god power. So I will. I, I will respect you as a woman. But you are not a real woman. A real woman possesses God power. That's the ability to create life. If you don't have that ability, because we shoot sperm, if we shoot babies, bop, 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 bop. out of all the babies we shoot, one make it. And that one can only be cultivated by what a woman has, which is a, a natural universe in their system. And they create a life. Yeah. If you can't do that, I cannot say you're a woman. I can say you're a trans woman, but you're not a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't even go and say, but I agree with that. I, I'm, I'm going to say this so I'm going to get off here. To all my Christians, grew up in church, raised in church, and I've been debating about saying this on social media now, but I'm going to say it on here. I'll be done with it. It's be real short. Oh, get us you know, canceled. Okay. Right. Said, <laughs> I said, get us canceled, nah, you know. <laughs> nah, to all, nah, nah, to all, to all my, to all my, because historically, traditionally in America, Christians is out there uh, with the, you know, you know, ban abortion, ban this, ban that. And I used to be one of them back in the day. I grew up in the church. I used to be that guy, right? And then the older I look, I, I want to. Ch- I had a question to ask um, the Christians. There's a Bible verse that says, uh, God says, choose ye this day who you're going to serve. There's so many Bible verses that talks about how God gives you a choice to serve him and not to serve him. That's the setup. This is delivery. I'm about to say, if he gives you a choice, this, and if, if, if for those who believe that God is God, Christ is Christ, and that God can snap his fingers, and we can all drop dead right now, and if he gives us a choice every day to choose to serve him and not, he, him, who for those who believe, he controls everything all the time. If he gives us free will, who are we to take away free will from others? Unless it's uh, you know, like like uh, unless it's like some R. Kelly types, like you know, you know, like you got to be some some real messed up stuff. Who who we do that? My second thing is is um, who are we or who are the Christians? Because I don't I don't know if I am a Nazi today. Let me be honest with you, but to set our, why are we setting our standard that we agree to with our lives on other people? I, I just got to put it out there. Like, that's what I agree to. That's my country agreement with, with, with him. So 
you got these believers who believe in the Bible, who believe in their faith. Cool, good for you. And you, you know, preach the gospel, do whatever. But who are you? Like, and it's crazy because the per the center of the faith didn't even do that. And I, I last sentence, Christ sat with the sinners, and when he sat with the sinners, you know what he did? He talked to them. He talked with them. He got to know them. You know what I'm saying? He he we can't be setting our personal standards that we agreed to for way of living on people who didn't agree to that. And so I just had I just had to put that out there, man. Like, and I was terrified of saying that because it goes against a lot of friends I know. But I'm the one dude who may or may not be a believer. Who, and if, even if I was, if I am, I, I'll still say the same thing. Quit putting your standards or putting God's standards you agree to on other people who didn't agree to that. That's not cool. One thing God does give us, He gives us autonomy. Choose who you're going to serve. If he wanted to solve dead, he's going to serve you to get it by now. So if he don't do it, but those who believe he's all powerful, who are we mere human beings to do that? And I, I'm done. I, I had to put that out there, though, because we're talking about the conversation. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree with you because that's the one thing every religion always uh, spews at you. They tell you that God gave us all free will. So, yeah. And it's, it's kind of crazy that because God gave us free will. Now it's it's people with these with free will that turn around and make rules on other people. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. Yeah, That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I I, I totally one hundred percent agree with everything you just said, my brother. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the good preachers, you know what they say? They say the reason why he don't because he's not a spiritual. He don't want us to be robots. He wants to make the choice on our own. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. All this stuff about choices in the Bible. <laughs> but yeah, here we are representing the Bible, saying, "Nah, nigga, yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no choice." It's like taking away choice. It's like, hold on, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm done with that. I was terrified of saying that because if y'all knew my history, I was born and raised in that whole environment. But screw it, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the history time. <laughs> uh, we were talking about jumping the broom, <laughs> all the way down the rabbit hole into. Man, is, um, I, I'm gonna say this to satisfy everybody. Jesus is life. Jesus is real. Jesus isn't real. Jesus is a prophet. Jesus is just a man. Jesus is for Christmas. Jesus ain't for Christmas. Um, everything that we're hearing right now is what you believe in. You are totally free right. to believe what you believe. Facts. Facts. Yeah. That is Forgive me, exactly what my free will is. So, moving the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> my bad, I apologize. No, no, no. It wasn't you. It wasn't you, bro. It was okay, us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was us. We, yeah. we, we, we turned to I-16 knowing that we're going to get us back on 71 for like 30 miles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we was rolling. We was rolling. All right. So to get off of that, um, because that was the body count. I gotta jump off. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I gotta jump off. Okay. Love well, thank you. All right. Love you too. Bye. So, um, yeah, to jump off of that, because that was the body count uh, conversation. Yeah, that was body count <laughs> All right. So. That's how far we got. Yeah, I, I forgot how far we was down deep into it. Yeah, yeah, we we was we was gone. So, um, next up is uh, who had the best verse? So let me 
we've done this before on the show. Um, we have a few songs that we're going to look at to see who had the best verse. So let me pull those up. Let's see. Yep. Okay. I like these. These make me remember old tracks that I used to think flat. Right. Right. Uh, can you see that? It's, it's coming in. Okay. Here we go. All right. So this one is um Ti um on his third album Urban Legend. It was the song Stand Up. Stand Up had uh hold on. If I can spell. Here we go. All right. So um, it had Trick Daddy, uh, Lil Wayne, and T.I. It was a Lil John beat. Um, hold on. T-A-N-L-E-U-G. Uh, is that all it had all? Yeah, Trick Daddy and Lil Wayne. So it's Trick Daddy. Yeah, yeah Trick Daddy, oh, yeah, Lil Wayne, Ti. Yeah, I had to. I had to pull it up to make sure I was right. I was like, man, what do you? I thought you was like, like gonna say somebody wrote this and somebody wrote this. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. only two niggas on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it was a little John beat, but it it was Ti, Trick Daddy, and Little Wayne. So, who do you think had the best verse? Oh man, by far the best verse. See, um, even deep diving into this, mm-hmm. this is why Ti is is a place as one of the goats because he actually had a track with Little Wayne on it, and he flamed the whole fucking track. Yeah. Ti hands down had the best verse. You think so? Um, Hell yeah. You know, honestly, <clears throat> I agree with you, but we definitely have to mention the genius that is Trick Daddy. Like Trick Daddy, like had a whole wedding ceremony in his fucking verse. Like that was dope as fuck. Yeah, that was fly. Yeah, that was fly as hell. But. Yeah. But I agree. You like, but you're not going against Trick Daddy, Ti, in this song. Yeah. So T, so Trick Daddy can go off, like, and he did. He went off. Yeah. But still, if yeah. you think about it, I'm I'm going against the best rapper alive. That's it. Yeah. And I beat him. I, I hands down beat him. Wayne's verse was authentic and thorough. Yeah. Yeah. T.I.'s verse was fucking a magnum. Right. As far as whooping a nigga ass, oh, that's yeah. what that shit's about. Basically. That song's about whooping a nigga ass. Yeah. As far as setting that shit up, that shit was a magnum. Yeah. Right. I, I, I definitely agree. Like, I'm with you. T.I. had the best verse. I just had to mention Trick Daddy because Trick Daddy's verse was dope as fuck. And I feel yeah. like people forget how dope Trick Daddy said, was 
because of all the other antics that are trick daddy. So. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and when you put it that way, like, yeah, a lot of people um do not give trick daddy his flowers. That This nigga, uh, at one point, was a lyrical genius. Yeah. Like, this, this nigga got bars. Like, don't get it twisted. Right. You look at him now, and you look at you you look at a man that that, that is fell uh falling victim to sickness. Yeah. You know, and that's because he wasn't taking care of himself. And yeah. so this is what this is the result we're seeing. But the the trick daddy that we know was fucking flowers. Right. Right. We right. broke. We all knew he was broke, and he was still fucking flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so we're in agreement. ATI had the best one. Um, for this one, this one is uh, Lil John and the Eastside Boys. Um, play no games. Uh, play no games consists of. Hold on. Ba-ba-da, uh, let's see. Um, if I can pull it up, Bad Joe. Um, Trick Daddy. I'm gonna definitely have to look this up and and, and read it to let that to let it get back to me because I'm like. Yeah, I ain't really I'm, here I'm, to play no games, yeah. You already know my name, yeah. Freaky dicky, uh, ain't no okay, thing, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. So this I one, did. yeah, this one had Fat Joe, Trick Daddy, and well, Ubi, but Ubi just sung. But um, yeah, these two. Which one do you think had the best verse? I need to ask you first because. You 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 gonna think I'm you know what I'm saying I'm just a super fat Joe fan. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, let me see, cause I want to go with Trick Daddy, but I do know that Fat Joe did have that line that said, "Dig hurt like I'm pissing baguettes." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> That's what I said. I gotta let you. I gotta let you go first, man. Oh, uh, let me see. Yeah, cause Fat Joe is dope on that song. Hold on. Um, see, the problem is them busted ass niggas you've been fucking with always bought your shit and never taught your shit. Did I ever tell you some things that a player do and made you aware the life is more than a hairdo? Boy, I tell you, best best to deal with them real niggas and stay far away from fuck niggas don't be a sucker hell oh wait hell at least not for nothing all this sucking and fucking a bitch better have something i need something that's that is that is compatible ain't nothing young and dumb and full of cum but that but one that's edible i bet a nigga like t double get it wetter sucking fucking better than the average nigga I need a girl that's into trying things so I can put it put it in her mouth for real. Ain't no mind games. 
I know she's a mama girl and I'm a street nigga. Once we get together, I bet you she'll sleep better. That's that's trick daddy. I was about to say that's trick daddy. Yeah. Listen, okay, so um, you want me to do Fat Joe verse? Hold on, before you go to Fat Joe verse, I want to say this because our uh our larger than charge third party's not here. That whole verse sounded like a free type of ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That whole verse sounds like, yeah, that's that's what Bree would like. But, yeah. okay. Now, Unfortunately, she had technical up. difficulties, so that's why she's no longer with us. But, um, but yeah, so, Fat Joe. Um, Represent her. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fat Joe, um, ain't no telling what a bitch will do for the dough. She'll probably go and fuck the crew. Going for and fuck the crew. Down south, up north, be the same as bitches, man, locked up. But mama watching the children. Talking about my neck, mine back. But you better learn how to chop rocks if you want to get with crack. Uh, I've been in love once. At least I thought I, at least I thought that. Till I fucked around and hit, hit a brawl back. <laughs> Got burnt. Now you figure the rest. Dick hurt like I'm pissing baguettes. Now I'm living depressed. Should have known better than to trust the hoe. Especially she want to know how much dough you hold. Because there ain't too many real bitches. If you got one, hold on. Don't nobody. Wait, don't want to be nobody's meal ticket. And you know. And you know it don't mean shit to me. Because you know bitches ain't shit to me. Yeah, I'm not quitting my day job, guys. So, yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is, <laughs> you heard you heard bar from bar. Yeah. So again, I'm not gonna act like I'm Fat Joe biased because Fat Joe had the better. Bar. <laughs> you know why I say Fat Joe got the better bar? Okay. We ain't even gonna listen to the next nigga. Well, the next one. Well, the next one was Trick Daddy. I didn't. I didn't amount of um out of order. Exactly. Huh. And then you know who else is on here? Uh the East Side Boys. <laughs> so yeah. They never, they never have to get put in the category because they never were <laughs> um solidified as rappers. No, no, yeah. And I know they hate that because they be saying, you know. We rappers, Lil John and the Eastside Boys. The Eastside Boys was a rapper. No, nobody give a fuck. But you know what though? They got famous and they got a major bag for being the Eastside Boys. So it, that was a big come up. They did. They no, they got a major bag. No, yeah. that's that's not what I'm saying. But the hey, Eastside Boys are gonna, the Eastside Boys are going to be known forever. Yeah, as the Eastside Boys, right? But they're not going to be known as rappers, and yeah. that's what. They don't like. And you know what? I take that because there's a lot of rappers that aren't known, period. So there you go. Exactly. That's what you should take, but they don't take it that way. I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they yeah, don't. They, 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 be, they really be trying to confront niggas like, no, Lil John was making the music. We was busting raps. Like, nah, you no. can't do that. You know who can do that? The Yin Yang. Right. Right, no, they definitely could the do that. Side, the, the East Side Boys can't say that shit. Right, 
they, they were chanting. They were chanting they in chorus. one or two they, songs. They, they rapped. Choruses. Right. They're known for choruses, and that's just a being a background singer. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't have songs, my nigga. <laughs> All right, so that was play no games. Um, next one is Monster, uh, with Nigga Kanye. Denied, <laughs> okay, so outside of the obvious, outside of the obvious, Monster consists of Kanye, Jay Z, and Rick Ross, and Bon Iver. But I think he just had like one line. He didn't even rap. So. Outside of the obvious Nicki Minaj, who do you think had the best verse? If we're going to do Monster, exclude Nicki Minaj. Kanye. Kanye? Kanye. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Kanye. I agree. Kanye had to, if we're going to take Nicki Minaj out of it, because Nicki Minaj is a monster. Yeah. This is what I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Everybody can talk about her catalog and all that shit. She became super famous when she destroyed all these niggas that's supposed to be the niggas on one fucking track. Yeah. Yeah. Um There's not a there's not a female rapper alive or dead that has done that. Nah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's it. That's an upset everybody got to have. Like, if, yeah. if Kanye West, Rick Ross, and Jay-Z were sitting talking, and they say, damn, what's the what's the one song where a nigga had a song? All three of them will have to say unanimous, unanimously, Nicki Minaj and Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now, they all been beat before, but that's on their own shit. All together... Yeah. They have to say Nicki Minaj killed all three of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. To the point where I honestly forget Jay-Z's on this song. Like, I never remember that. I love Jay-Z's verse. But, Jay-Z's verse was dope because it, it, he went, he went, um, uh, I guess reality monster. Like, I love how he, how he did that. Sasquatch. Blackness. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. things that are monsters, but in real life. I love how he started that shit. Yeah, I don't remember none of that shit. Never do. Yeah. Never do. I, I, I love it. And he oh. said, what am I doing? I'm describing what a monster is. Like, this is, he did that shit dope. That was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember. <laughs> All right. So, next one is the four three two one remix. Um, that's L Cool J, featuring Red Man, Method Man, DMX, Cannabis, and Master P. Um, who you got? I can't believe you pulled up this. Why? I I just you know it's, sometimes I just be amazed at um at your um. Get deep dive into hip hop. Sometimes we'll be like, damn. Because I'll be thinking I'll be the only one to know certain tracks. And when you oh, do that shit, no. I'll be like, wow. <laughs> no. like, I, am, I, am, in, I am a descendant like, of hip hop. I didn't get caught up in the in, in the bass scene of the, of the city. 
which is when everybody was like going for the bay, I was like fully immersed in everybody else's music. Yeah. So I when I when it, you do this, I'd be like, damn, that's hard. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, cutting that shit out. Listen, I don't give a fuck what nobody's talking about. You can say what you want to say, but four, three, two, one, two times, two times counter. LL destroyed it. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 And and that's the crazy part about it because this is the first time I ever saw DMX was on the original 4321. And he killed that song. Like he like you knew he was destined to be great when he did this song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we have to give it to LL because I think people like forget how dope of a lyricist L is. You know what I'm saying? They really do. They right. really do. Like, he's been in several rap beefs and has persevered through them all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's destroyed people in rap beefs. But I feel like people are so used to the lounging and doing it and hey, love, that they don't know or or they forget who he really is to the core. You know what I'm they saying? Do. So. You know, a, a, a lot of people didn't know that, um, and it's in it, it's in two books, but a lot of people didn't know that LL Cool J used to hop out on Jay-Z when Jay-Z was with Dane and and just battling right then and there. Mm. This, is, this is the monster LL Cool J was. Yeah. LL Cool J was like, oh, okay, they calling you the man? Boom, I'm right here at your front door, bitch nigga. Yeah. Like, this is the shit LL was doing. LL was way more lyrical than any of your best rappers. Anybody that you call your number one rapper. One of them niggas, number one rapper is LL Cool J. Yeah. I can guarantee it. Right. 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 Like, he, he's definitely, like, with him naming that album Goat, he definitely named that named that appropriately because he is one of the GOATs. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's one of them. And I feel like even, people just don't give him his flowers like they should be. Even speaking of that, when you think about it, um, we all know Earl the Manigo. He was just called the GOAT. Like, you know, that was just, that was his moniker. LL because he's from New York. He's the only. He's the first one, not the only one. He's the first one that came up with the moniker of greatest of all time. Yeah, like they were just calling Earl because they always say they got it from Earl Domenico. Mm -hmm. No, he was just called Goat because he was his his name was Earl Domenico, and they called him Goat. Yeah, LL made greatest of all time. Right, that was the first time That's I ever saw it was LL. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That he named the album Greatest of All Time and they just chopped it down and created GOAT. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw saw that was LL. So, yeah. So, we're in agreement. LL won. Which, that's good because that's his track. You're supposed to win on your track. All right. So, the next one. <clears throat> Make them say, uh, which has, uh, Master P, 
Um, what's that lady name? Hold on, let me pull it up. What do you mean with that lady name? Mia X. <laughs> it, it slipped me for a second. Like, excuse me, it slipped me for a second. So it's Masterpiece, Mia X, Fiend, Mystical, and Silk the Shocker. Who you got? Uh, we can automatically X off Silk the Shocker. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I don't give a fuck about how you niggas think. Whatever. Hey. The best verse on that song was Mystical. I remember that song. I love that song. Mm-hmm. At, at, the, at the time that song came out, um, with nobody out uh, down south spitting fast like that. It was it was bone and it was three six and it was twisted. These was all Midwest niggas. Three six from Memphis. We had a huh? Three six is from Memphis. I was, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But they were all in that same job. Mm-hmm. This South nigga came through with this fucking uh, a voice that I can tell you reminds me of mine and went fucking ham. And he spit fast. And that shit was amazing. And then mm-hmm. he slowed it down for certain bars that are still catchy to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me slow it down and say, can't stop now, bitch. I can't stop. Like, that yeah. shit was amazing. And then he broke it down when he was like, na, 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 na. Right. And then he <laughs> shot up to the atmosphere. Right. <laughs> Just out right. of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that shit he was saying <laughs> was fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. Mystical definitely was a showstopper, and I'm and I love the way that they uh that they arranged this song because they had him last. Yeah, he had to be the close. Yeah, nobody could come after that. Right. Silk wanted to, but Silk had no business going after that. Yeah. No. No. Um. Just just out of curiosity, who you got as runner up? Because I feel like they put their best on this song. I know you have your reservations. I know you have your reservations about Silk, but I feel like they put their best on this song. I'm going to do this. How it goes. I'm going to put it in top three. It was Mystical, Fiend, Mia X. Same. Same. Yep. Same. Right. So that is Make Them Say Uh. All right, and the last one is Notorious Thugs. Notorious Thugs is uh, Notorious B.I.G. featuring Bone Thugs and Harmony, more specifically, Busy Bone, Lazy Bone, and Crazy Bone. Who had the best verse? Ooh. Yeah. This is really hard. <laughs> yeah. This one is a this damn is really hard one. Hard. <laughs> So, if I'm going to do the best verse, because this song is amazing, y'all. Like, if you don't know this song, really listen to this song. This song is amazing. I I really want to be like, it was just great. 
But if I have to give somebody the title of who had the best verse, I gotta give it to Biggie because Biggie um, was a nigga with a, a with a slow growl and was able to match them niggas on a song. He wasn't as fast as them, but he created a a, a cadence that matched their you know what I'm saying their style, and that song was amazing. And that is the ish we talk, guys. See y'all later. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 and no. I, no. I got to. Because no. Biggie would, it, it'd be a difference if you put Bone against somebody else that rap fast. And no. then I would have the a reason better thing. Why. Biggie the, didn't rap fast. And for him to come out with, armed and dangerous, can't too many niggas bang with us, label us, the Torvius, thug ass niggas that love the bus, they scared of us. Like, the whole I, reason I why I say was, no is because of that reason. Like, he. He couldn't, he could, his style couldn't fuck with them. So he had to emulate their style. You know what I'm saying? And this is his track. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I'm like, no, he don't have the best verse. He has the most memorable verse because his verse is, even though it is faster than what the way that he normally raps, it's not as fast as the rest of them. So you can understand him more and he's first. So that's the reason why it's the most memorable one. However, it's not the best one. Especially when you break down and you read the lyrics. Like, they actually are saying some shit in that song. I never read the lyrics. That's the thing. Like, you gotta read okay. the lyrics. You Who gotta... is your best person? I'm just, I'm just putting it as, like, damn, like, for him to connect with, with some uh, niggas from Cleveland and do this, like, like, Bone Thugs are going to go down in history in that era as the only people that got Pac and Biggie mm-hmm. on the track. And fun fact, they almost didn't do this song because they were friends with um, Pac. And so, like, they was, like, ignoring his calls and everything. Mm. So, almost didn't happen. I didn't know that. Yeah. They almost didn't do a couple of songs. Like, they almost didn't do Breakdown with Mariah Carey. They didn't even know who the hell she was. So, yeah. And that's the reason why it's only two of them on the original one, because only two of them actually made the flight, because the rest of them didn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They were Cleveland famous, and that's all they cared about. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's just clearly uh, a situation where they they had a goal, they reached their goal, and then they didn't make any more goals. Yeah. I mean, mean, their goal was to be Cleveland famous, not worldwide famous. So as long as they were cool in the hood, they were cool in the hood. They didn't give a damn, even though they were international stars at this point. So, yeah. Wow, they like, not answering Mariah Carey, like, be like, man, who the fuck is this bitch? Right. You niggas was, you niggas was really... Bully yourself. Right. And and at that point, Mariah had some hits. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. Yeah, because this was the Butterfly album. So this was, bef- this was at, like, she had everything prior to Honey. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how fucking hood is Bone? But they didn't even know who Mariah Carey is. Your mama never played a Mariah Carey ballad? 
Like, and you didn't know that song uh, with with her and uh, All Dirty Bastard? Like, that was everywhere. Like, Not to like, mention damn, her ballads. Like, you know, uh, like, Always Be My Baby? No, that was after. Wait, was that it? That was after. Always like, Be My Baby was after? Are you sure? Because what album was that on? I always knew my baby was definitely after because Mariah Carey been around Let's since uh, Ayatollah. Since who? Ayatollah, the 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 uh the music note mogul. Mm. Okay. Like she been around. She been around for young life. Oh no, that wasn't the, the same album. Okay, no, Always Be My Baby was before, was before Butterfly, because it was on the Daydream album. But, like, go, Mariah been here for years, like, what was that uh, song she had? I got a vision of love. Oh, Vision of Love, yeah, that came out in, like, 91. Like, Mariah been been here for years, y'all, like, Mariah's been known for ballads, like, this lady can like sing a song like nobody else. Like what y'all seen of Mariah Carey is the Mariah Carey who had surgery when it was brand new and it damn near cured her body. That's why she walked like she ate. Damn it, man. You know. All right. <laughs> I remember I remember a young uh a young Mariah. That married an old man and became super rich. Yeah. And that lady right there can sing. She could really sing. Any octave you want. She went way down baritone to way high falsetto. Yeah. Yeah. I think she can do seven octaves. Either seven or nine. I forgot which number it was. But yeah. Um. But we're not talking about Mariah. We're actually talking about um, Biggie and Bone. That's that deep look, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, honestly, I don't know who got the best verse. I mean, I want to give it. I, I want to give it a tie, but if I gotta just choose somebody, I'm gonna choose the dude that that was able to jump on this cadence and not fall off. Cause it's hard to rap with bone. It's difficult. Niggas have tried it, and niggas have failed miserably. Yeah, but niggas have been like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do me." And the shit worked. I.E. Tupac. I.E. Easy E. Yeah. I.E. Easy E. So. So, yes. It is possible. It's possible. <laughs> the, thing, uh, 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 the thing that is different is um, Biggie wanted to be an MC, so he wanted to he wanted to like know every style he could possibly uh, be a part of. Um, Pac didn't want to be an MC. Pac was a prophet. 
You know what I'm saying? So Pac's message was just Pac's message. However way it went. It could go this way, it can go this way, it can go up, it can go down. He was just giving you his message. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the difference between being a prophet and being a nigga that want to be an MC. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, final answer. Your answer is Biggie. Yep. And my answer is not Biggie. Your answer is what? My answer is not Biggie. That's my answer. <laughs> You're not going. <laughs> you're showing too much bias god damn it no you gotta pick now, somebody I, I feel like, like I made somebody. a great argument as to why it cannot be Biggie you did but yes. you still have to have someone <laughs> who has the best verse fuck out of here With whatever you talking about you lying right now who had the best verse then? I, uh, uh, I don't know I so really don't know. It, a tie? Yeah. A three-way tie. A three-way tie. Yeah, it was a tie between everybody. No, Just a three-way tie. It was a tie between everybody. It was, tie, it was a tie between the Bone members. It was a tie between <laughs> everybody. Because you can't even give me who had the better verse than Biggie. They all did. They all did. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, because the, the damn song was a bone song. Let's just be real about the situation. This is a bone song. Of and I'm not just saying it song. because it has three bone members on it. This is legit a bone song. Like, I'm sure they did the arrangement. The chorus is them. Like, only thing Biggie did, only only place that Biggie appeared was in his verse. You know what I'm saying? Like in the same sentence, I'm gonna say this because it's a bone song. They have the chorus, they have three niggas on it, and they have Biggie Smalls on it. If it's a tie. It's a four-way fucking tie. It's not a four-way fucking tie. Or Glenn says Big had the most memorable verse. And like I just stated, the only reason why it's memorable is because you can you can understand it. It's the only reason why it was memorable. Whatever. At the end of the to pick huh. um you know what fuck it I'm gonna pick lazy if we going with, with who who you can understand and shit and we going with memorable moments cause lazy at the end of his verse that was pretty freaking memorable and it paid away, and I'm on the run, and I'm a common boy to bring all the guns. Y'all niggas want to have a little fun with number one, one, in the red, red, rum, 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 rum. So that was pretty memorable, right? That's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> Glenn says, I can nope. understand all of them, so your logic is flawed. You cannot stop capping. Anyway. Listen, no, no, your logic <laughs> is flawed, Lindsay, because How? you just gave us 
the saddest fucking bars out of the fucking summer. Alright. Alright. For real, for real. Okay. If I had to pick. I would pick Busy. I would pick Busy. Honestly. Alright. And and tell me a memorable uh, uh, Busy bar. And 7 a.m. walk in the morning for the bread hanging green and nicotine. <laughs> Nick and D! <laughs> Nick and D! If you knew it word for word, I would give you that because that was amazing. Yeah. That was. That was amazing from this. Yeah. But if you could tell me that, that's the only way I will, I will say he had the best fucking verse. Mm. A verse has to be, the best verse has to not only be memorable, but it has to be recitable. You have to be able to recite that. I can recite it if I play it. No. <laughs> that's the difference. You gotta be able to recite it. I was, I, I recited Biggie's bars. Everybody it recites Biggie's bars. Everybody, and, that's and not it hard. Matter. It don't matter. You didn't even recite the person that you said had the best bars. You didn't even re- uh, recite his. But I'm not going to give it to Biggie because that's not Biggie's flow. And because he raps slower than the rest of them. But who do you remember? I just I told you who I remembered and you didn't accept my answer. <laughs> because you're lying. Everybody no, I remember Biggie. Lazy. And you did not accept my answer. Exactly because you're lying. Oh, Either you're God. lying or you like weak ass bars. Because that was a weak <laughs> bar. Huh. I mean, you can Ladies, never we, lose with if, saying red. Go, if we're going to go verse for verse, I'm going to break it down verse for verse. All right. Uh, for me. Okay. I'm going to give it to, again, Notorious. I'm going to give it to Busy. I'm going to give it to Crazy. And then I'm going to give it to Lazy. Oh, the order of the song. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that mm-hmm. because Vicky had a memorable bar. Busy had a, a cadence that everybody remembered. Crazy is crazy. Crazy is fucking numbskull. Sometimes yeah. I think he don't get the credit that he's supposed to get. Sometimes, but lazy all the time. Lazy, no. Lazy is the businessman. Yeah, he's the Michael Bivens of the group. Right. He don't got that much talent, but you know what he do? He put that shit together. Now I ain't gonna say he ain't got that much talent. He I'm not gonna say when, that. Compared to compared to everybody but flesh, he don't got that much talent. Wait a minute. No, I think you mean wish. No, I mean flesh. So you like wish better than flesh? I like flesh better than I like lazy. Hold on. Okay, you like flesh better than you like... Okay, I give you flesh better than lazy. Yeah. What I'm saying is, that's the caliber he has to reach first. If he wants to be in in the bone top fucking five, if he wants to be number one or number two, the first person he gotta beat is fucking flesh. It yeah. ain't wish, it's flesh. Yeah. 
Then when he beats flesh, then he has to beat wish. Because as much as motherfuckers talk about wishes bars, well, wish got wish hard really ass bars. Huh? Wish got hard ass bars. He got hard ass verses. What I'm saying is the thing that that make most people think he's the uh the low on the toe on the pole is uh he didn't really rap rap. He knew how to harmonize. So he would rap mm-hmm. for one, two bars and then he would harmonize like a motherfucker. The same shit the niggas is doing right now that they praise, Wish was doing that way back then. Yeah. Right. Like they praise niggas for doing it now. But back in the day they used to be like, he ain't a real rapper. This nigga is phenomenal. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think he I don't think he gets um as much recognition as he should. He don't. Yeah. But, more I always say, um they they um they became um victims of and, and their spectrum when they when they came out was famous. They was wishing crazy was victims of being dark skinned with light skinned uh uh partners. They partners always got held up. They would be here, be there. They want to do this with them too. Nobody really crazy had to become a lyrical giant for motherfuckers to start fucking with him. Even though he already was, he had to solidify that shit. Yeah, right. Cause, Which didn't give a fuck. Yeah, because I I feel like for them to really recognize crazy. One thousand percent. He had to come out with that Thug Mentality nineteen ninety nine album. He had to. Yeah. He had to. That was, it was. They was already on Busy, so Busy didn't have to come out with Heaven's movie. I mean, it solidified him, but he didn't have to come out with them for them to be like Busy as the shit. But for them to be like Crazy as the shit, he had to come out with Thug Mentality nineteen ninety nine. You know, and that's yeah. where we differ because I know that um. Crazy had to do that. Yeah. And uh, with Busy, Busy had no business doing that. He, he had no business. And the only reason why I say that because Busy is a lyrical monster. But at the time, he was going through uh, a David Ruffin, uh, David Ruffin era in his life. He had no business doing that shit. I think he that had no business doing Heaven's movie. Huh? He had no business doing half his movie. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Heaven's movie is like a classic album. It is. I, what I'm saying is he had no business doing it because when he did that shit, it was a, a, a mess, a whole bunch of uh, turmoil. And like, he got pushed a certain way, the group got pushed a certain way, like, um, mm. it really hindered the group. Like even even when they say they cool now and all that, like they really not. They still got they still got turmoil to this day. And I think it's, it, it, I think one of the reasons is because he did that. He he did Heaven's Movie on the pretense of they was already broke up. You know all this controversy that was coming out before Heaven's Movie came out. Well, you know, part of it was the whole. Um contract situation that they had with Rufus. You know, because they, yeah. they had a fucked up contract just like everybody else had a fucked up contract with Rufus. However, the shit was getting reinforced after Easy died. And it was getting reinforced by people they didn't trust. So that made it that much more worse. You know what I'm saying? Because like, had 
I feel like had Easy lived, it probably would have been a different situation. Probably not that much different because he would have he would have enforced it just like he did with everybody else. But mm-hmm. I think it made it that much more worse that they didn't have him because they trusted him. You know what I'm saying? Now you got now you're dealing with people that you never dealt with before. And you can't you can't be like, Oh, I'm oh, I can talk to I'm gonna go talk to Easy. Easy ain't here to talk to. Right. You know what I'm saying? On both on, on both sides. On right. the blue side and on this side. Right. Like both sides, they you know what I'm saying? They, they, none of these niggas even knew Easy like that. And and they trying to push you a certain way. Like that's why I say that that, that shouldn't have never been made. And if you was gonna make Heaven's move, because again, uh disclaimer, Heaven's movie is a great fucking album. Real shit. But if you were gonna do that amidst all this shit, you would have got everybody. You mean like a bunch of features? Yeah. I I'm glad he did not get a bunch of features. Because Heaven's movie would have been saturated and would have been some bullshit if he would have got nah, a bunch of features. It would have it would have been better if he did that because that just shows that he works with everybody. Like doing what he did, just it it, it just pushed a, a a certain narrative about business. Yeah, but I feel like because he was he was the main one that was vocal about the shit that was going on between Bone and Ruthless, and he was like boycotting shit. Like there's videos where like music videos and stuff that he was not in because he was having such an issue with the label. So, I forgot my point. But you still gonna have a problem and not put all your niggas on your shit? Well, get crazy? I think crazy met, crazy had a double album, and I think he may have had, like, one song with Bone on there. But I just, I took it as he, uh, I took it as, like, Busy, this was the first one. He was the first one out of the group to to do their solo album. And I took it as him doing a solo album. Like you're you're used to him with bone. So let me show you what I can do by myself. You know what I'm saying? Crazy kind of did that did that the same way, but not really. Like with Crazy, Crazy had a double album, and he had damn near tw- 20 tracks on both albums. I think, like, one was 20, the other was 18. So, you got yeah. a whole bunch of tracks of him by himself, but then, because they've only worked with a select few people, Crazy had that mentality that, hey, I want to I wanna show you how we can work with other people, to your point. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why he put a lot of features on that album. But he had, he had a lot of tracks to where he could do that. You know what I mean? So you could see him shining by himself and then you can also see him shining with features. And then just for nostalgic purposes, I'm going to throw you a track with Bone on there. And then fun fact about Thug Mentality was that he recorded over 150 tracks for that album, and a lot of the shit that he had on Thug Mentality was supposed to go on the Art of War, but they rejected it. That's not his fault. No, no, it's not his fault. I'm not saying it's his fault, but 
It's just fun fact. So. Yeah, that nigga, he had a bad, at the, at the same time, I'm like, damn. We all know uh, Heaven's movie. That was just, nobody? You, you don't have nobody. Yeah. But, I mean, but I didn't take it as a slight to Bone. I did. I'm, I'm, no. I'm just on the outside. We got albums. When Heaven's Movies came out, the Heaven's Movie came out in 98. So, by 98, we got, if you really want to take it back, we got Bone Enterprise, Faces of Death. We got Bone Thugs, um, Creeping on the Come Up, East 99, and The Art of War. That's four albums by 98 that you got of me and my niggas you see what i'm saying so yes this is my album so i'm gonna shine this same thing that the fucking migos did when they came out they didn't really saturate their album with too many features and migos on their album you know what i'm saying because y'all already got that we already saturated the game with a whole bunch of mixtapes and albums of the three of us together y'all don't need that Y'all need to see us by ourselves. Whatever, Glenn. But not one song? But why do you need one song when I gave you four albums worth? I, excuse me, I gave you, you four albums. Like, you still need to act like the group is what it is. I, I remember when... We're uh, still a group. They came back and did Resurrection. They came back and did Thug World Order. We're still a group. Them is still my dogs. We're, we haven't broke at that point. We hadn't it, broken up or anything like that. It, it seems real weird that you do an album and you don't put your groove mates on. I don't find that weird at all. It just seems real weird to me. I don't find that weird at all. When BBD did their album, they didn't go get Bobby Brown. They didn't go get Ralph Transvent. And same with them. Like, Johnny Gill's first album didn't have a track with New Edition on that mug. Like, it's it's okay. This is my solo album. I'm going to show you what my solo album does. You can't have one song, though. Like, one song. Why do you need one song when I got four albums? We got four albums together. This This is what I'm saying. We got four albums together. You know we that made it worse. You moved we, that made we came it worse. In this bitch together. Lately. If I'm gonna do a solo track, huh? That made it worse. When you move, it's all like trying to get out the fucking car. Oh, you put yourself right in the sun doing that. All right, continue talking. I'm going to switch this shit up. You were talking. Uh, yeah, I was talking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. I'm outside. I'm outside, y'all. I look. You look fine. 
Glenn says, Busy didn't feature them because them ugly motherfuckers was making fun of him. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to put you on my shit if you making fun of me. So there. Yeah. But they wasn't making fun of that. Nah, they wasn't. But that was funny. That was funny. He made it funny. Shit, now I'm trying my best to not get this fucking light on me. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Just don't want to look extra naked. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, because niggas be looking wild, man. Yeah. <coughs> don't mistake me for a thug. But anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And he should have at least had one track with, even if they was just doing the chorus, he fucked with his niggas. I, that uh, built the turmoil for me. Because it was always talk about that. that shit. And then when that nigga did his shit and didn't have no bone features, I was like, damn. That kind of says it right there without saying it. But, I mean, we don't we're, I mean, we don't 100% know why they weren't on the album. We can only go off of speculation. Um, True. And that's what if speculation. It, yeah, but what if it was a, um, what if it was like an issue with the label that the label wouldn't allow a bone feature on his album? Because, you know, their solo albums weren't ruthless. So then we gonna have to figure something out. Like we gotta figure something out. I gotta get if I came in as a group, I gotta have at least one song on my album with my niggas say something. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. Like you know, um, like I know motherfuckers fall out and people be mad at each other, and this niggas it ain't talked to each other in years over some some real shit and some fuck shit. Only thing I'm saying is if we came in a game. Well, we was just hustling off the street. Mm-hmm. And now we making money to say what we want to say. My nigga got to be on here. Like, my nigga. Like, only, re- only way I'm going to say my nigga can't be on here is if I'm beefing with my nigga. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, for me, that solidified, oh, them niggas beefing for real. Them niggas don't like each other for real. And you know what? Honestly, that that could be possible because there has been stuff that has happened um in years after that had me question like what is going on? Cause uh like for for instance, I've seen pictures of Busy's wedding and they're not there. None of them. None of them were there. Now that's that's where I'm like, this is weird. 
Yes, you know what I'm saying? But then I saw pictures recently of um, Wish's wedding, because Wish got married a few years ago, and they were there except for Lazy. Lazy wasn't there at all, but the rest of them were actually his groomsmen. So... And then I believe the pictures, I saw pictures years ago of Crazy's wedding, and they weren't there. I don't believe they were there. But I will say, when Flesh got out of jail, they all were there. So. Well, because that's a different beast in itself. Like, I don't got nothing to do with you whole-ass niggas getting mad at each other, man. We fucking family. And I need all y'all here. Like, y'all ain't even got to speak to each other. Y'all just got to be here with me. Because y'all did all these years with me. Y'all was beefing with each other. And every last one of y'all was still um, helping me with my books, helping me with my family, uh, you know, answering the phone. Like, yeah, it ain't good. That's a a whole different beast. Whatever y'all got, y'all going to let that shit go here. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I just don't know. Like, honestly, I, I, I don't know because, because it's a, it's a lot that we see that will make you think one way and then they turn around and say something else, but then they all come together for something else. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's weird. I mean, they're like legit a family. That's how families operate you know and this has nothing to do with notorious thugs so (laughs) (laughs) yeah we on we on deep left today y'all yeah so yeah so that was um that was that so yeah uh so yeah so that was who had the best verse um and do you want to save the one gotta go for next time, or you want to just say fucking enjoy? Nah, we can we can shut that down for next time. We uh, okay. we on three hours, people. Anybody yeah. that's listening to us and been here, we appreciate y'all. Right, listen to talk shit. Right, right. So the one the one um thing that we have left is uh the fucked up song of the week. This week. It is um, Confunction, Love's Train. Now, are you going to read it? No, I want you to read it, and I want you to read it like a white school teacher. Like a white school teacher? Yeah, I've been thinking about this all week. I'm like, you know what? No, she's going to read it. She's got to read it like a white school teacher. Oh, jeez, Louise. All right. Um. I don't know, man. I want you to, I want you to give it to all. All right. I want Wait. you to act like you working at AT and T, and somebody called you talking about their phone service, and I want you to read it off, <laughs> rule by rule, of why they ain't getting money. Lord Jesus. Okay. All right. So first one, warm night. Can't sleep. Too hurt. Too weak. Gotta call her up. Dial that number 
no one answers till two o'clock. And if by chance you let me come over out on the street, I want to see you, baby. And if by chance you let me just hold you, I'm down on my knee. I want to please you, baby. I'll be your righteous lover. She said, sugar, honey, darling, I really want to see you too. It's just that someone's over and baby, I really want to be with you. And if by chance you let me just hold you, I'm calling, I'm free. I want to see you, baby. When in need, you said you will be here and you hold the key to my very being, baby, and I, I love you, baby. If you are that special lover uh-huh. and love keeps you tied to another, that's the way. That's the way it goes on love's train. On love's train. Sometimes heartstrings can be broken. Yes, Lord. <laughs> but you just have to keep on going. That's, that's the, way the way it goes on love's train. All right. Wow. Glenn says she's a prostitute. I just realized that. She's not a prostitute. She's not a prostitute. No. But you're a little woman. close. You're a little close. You said, yeah, yeah. She's just a woman who has um, multiple dudes that she is having sexual encounters with. <laughs> Hence, um, in the beginning, we got to stop asking bitches for their body count. Right? <laughs> just period. Just leave it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. You definitely don't want to hear this scenario. No. No. I was fucking my baby daddy cousin, and my baby daddy got home from prison. He was knocking on the door all night. Right. So, yeah. Should have called before you came. Don't don't surprise. No surprises. I'll call before I come. Shout out to Outcast. Right. But telling you this the real truth. Right. Call before you come. Right. So verse three, on a warm night, lady wants her baby. So she calls him up, dial that number, no one answers till it's two o'clock. And if by chance you just come over, see darling, please, I've got to see you, baby. And when in need, you said you would be here. And now I'm in need. And please believe me, baby. I love you, darling. If you are that special lover, love keeps you tied to another. That's the way it goes on love's train. On love's train. Sometimes heartstrings can be broken. But you just got to keep on going. That's the way it goes. On love's train. On love's train. If if deep sorrow you've seen you've been soaking, but you just have to keep on stroking. Yes, that's stroking. the way it goes on love's train. On love's train. 
If you are that special lover and love keeps you tied to another, that's the way it goes on love's train. On love's train. Sometimes heartstrings can be broken, but you just have to keep on flowing. Keep on going. That's the way it goes on love's train. If deep sorrow you've been soaking, but you just have to keep on stroking. That's the way it goes on love's train. So, thoughts on love's train by Confunction. Well, shout out to Confunction for having a song about um, a fuck girl. Excuse me, can't call it fuck girl. She was having a hot girl summer back in those days. <laughs> Not a hot girl summer. She was having a hot girl summer. She was fucking who she wanted to fuck. But she knew yeah. she had a nigga that she occasionally fucked that loved her dirty drive. Yo, this song came out in 1983. 1983. In 1983, you women, and I, I, you know, thinking about that, yeah. Yeah, in the 80s, women Women was doing what their grandfathers was doing. They had separate lives outside of the house. Hmm. I've seen it. Like I said, I was born in the 80s. Mm. And I'm a 90s kid, so I've seen it. They had separate lives outside of the house. She was one of those. Like She was, she was with her husband right now, nigga. You got to stop calling me. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we talked, excuse me, I don't, yeah, we didn't talk about this on the show because we talked about it right before. Um, The backstory with this song is that two of the members in Confunction were dating the same woman, and that's where this song comes from. So this song is rooted in some close truth. Hey, just imagine making a song, like, just imagine you are sitting here writing a song that collaborates with the bitch that you love, and it is co-wrote by the nigga that's fucking. Yeah, that's tough. Just imagine being the woman that they're talking about. Huh. <laughs> Jeez. Glenn says... When they were snorting coke and sm- and smoking those long cigarettes, you got to. <laughs> Anytime you make a classic that has been remade twice, um, not it's probably been remade a thousand times, but remade twice enough to be um on the billboard. You know, if the scenario is <laughs> my drummer. My drummer was fucking my bitch. Who are you? I play the bass. (laughs) (laughs) You know they had to be high as fuck to even write this. (laughs) Glenn said, he said, Sweet Cooch Brown was her name. (laughs) Sweet Cooch Brown was hard. They had a whole song from Sweet Cooch Brown. Sweet Cooch Brown, I can guarantee you, ain't fucking with any of them niggas right now. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's the funny part about it. They made a whole song about this bitch, and both of these niggas related to this bitch, and both of these niggas related to the lyrics, and I bet you none of these niggas is with this bitch to this day. Oh, no. Or if they died, before they died, they wouldn't with this bitch. No. No, they're they're not with her at all. They're not with her at all. <laughs> so yeah. And that's the real way it goes on Love Train. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's the real life version of Love's Train. Right. Yeah. So You niggas you niggas was fighting for a bitch's look. Just imagine a bitch telling you, um, nah. I don't, I don't feel it tonight. I, I, I just, I want to be by myself. And you go home and you realize she dumped you off for the bass player. That's tough. You feel me? Yeah. And then y'all got to go to work together. <laughs> y'all got to go do a show where y'all supposed to be all yeah. in sync. That show go end up like on the five heartbeats when they was fighting on stage. Fucking around with sweet exactly. Cooch Brown. Y'all mad as a motherfucker. Y'all looking at each other. <laughs> you drumming hard as fuck. This nigga can't get none of his fucking bass shit out. He looking at you like, hey man, calm down. You look at him like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> right. Right. And don't let her be at the show. It's a rap for real. But. Yeah. This nigga sound like the the drummer in the choir. That every time you try to do something, that nigga right. Like, hey, don't even know right. <laughs> right. Showing out the bass. The bass is gonna be up there front and center on every song. Trying to get his solo on. Man, you trying to drown this nigga out? He was mad. He chose that nigga before y'all went on tour. Mm-hmm. Right. That shit would be a straight mess. Shout out to Confunction for uh, knowing this shit and still made a great song about it. Right. Right. Because that song is pretty awesome. But that to be what it is, man. They had to come to each other and be like, hey, man, you know, fuck all this bullshit. Like, (laughs) that's just what that bitch do. Like, you can have that bitch. And the other nigga was like, no, I don't give a fuck about that bitch. You can have that bitch. And they disagreed to not give a fuck. Right. I mean, you had to, you know what I'm saying, to move on. And then write this awesome song in the process. Right. Nigga. (laughs) That nigga said, you don't need no, you don't need no ticket to ride. That nigga was telling everybody, like, she a hoe, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's tough. You don't need no ticket to ride. Get there. Like this song is about a bitch fucking two niggas at the same time. And she telling you, I want to be with you, but this nigga here, this nigga, like I want to be with you. I want to hang out because you the nigga that you know you like to feed me. We go out to eat, man. We might go to a show, all that shit. But the big dick nigga is here, so. um, I'm going to go ahead and get this big dick energy before y'all go on to it. <laughs> right. Like, That's yeah. how that shit was. Yeah. Or 
the dude that's paying the rent is here, but I really want to be with the big dick nigga, so I'm going to have to play that role for him since he already here, but I'm going to hit you up when he leaves or when he go to sleep. Because I really want to be with you, but you don't like to pay this rent. He does. Yeah, but I don't think nobody really says they want to be with the big dick nigga. I think they really they say they want to be with the the, the nigga to pay the rent. <laughs> now sometimes you just want that. Sometimes you just want that person to pay the rent. You don't really want to be yeah, with that they, person. They, they like he him. might he might be mad or annoying. He might he might snore really loud in his sleep or something. Yeah, or he might you, chew you his mouth him. open. You, but he likes to pay the rent. You don't lie to the big dick nigga because you know the big dick nigga ain't he ain't you know. If this nigga pushing a real yard out here, <laughs> like a yard, like if, if this nigga's, if the head of this nigga's dick is slapping his kneecap, you know good and goddamn well you're not lying to that nigga. No, you're not lying to that nigga. You're going to tell that nigga that the nigga that paid the rent is in the house right now. I'm going to hit you up later because the big dick nigga know what's up. He know he's not going to pay your rent, but you got to get it how you live. So, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you fool a la or whatever. And you hit me up when you done. Yeah, that, that all that shit sound good. But if the big dick nigga is going out of town and you ain't gonna get big dick for a couple of motherfucking days, you gonna fuck the big dick nigga before you go out of town. Before you fuck the stable little dick nigga. You gonna have to. You gonna have to take both of them for well, the team because the rent still gotta get paid at the end of the day, whether you're in town or not. Hey, them, them niggas that do that type of shit, that pay the rent and all that type of shit, they gonna do that shit regardless. But the the dude paying the rent is leaving town with the big dick nigga, so you got you gonna have to figure out how to get hit them both that night. You ain't gonna hit them both. You gonna tell the little dick nigga. I'm gonna. I'm on my monthly da 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 all this <laughs> extra shit, and then you go and have the big dick nigga come through and knock your fucking stomach into your throat. <laughs> it takes five days to slide down. <laughs> You're like, he gonna be gone for five days, so that's good. Lord Jesus, we didn't came up with the whole scenario. All right, <laughs> Glenn said Dexter St. Cock is here right now. Wow. Exactly, you're not turning that down. And he said, "Snoring loud is mad annoying." Well, damn. Uh, yeah. I don't think nobody thinks that it's a soothing sound. Listen, I snore. My girl hate it. I'm gonna tell you how much my girl hate it. My girl hate it so much that I, I um legitly um bought a bed that has a button on it for anti-snore. What they it um elevates you or something? Yeah, elevates me. Mm. This is how much I know my girl don't like that shit. Because sometimes like um uh if y'all know y'all been listening to this podcast, some days I actually have to work like fourteen hours a day. So that day, if I come home plus a workout, I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I jump in the shower, I get in the bed and I am dozed and I'm dozed so much when my body is 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 uh I guess reflecting how my day is, and I snore. Like she's like, you. Some days you don't even snore at all. 
And then other days you snore like a motherfucking beast. Like you be that tired. Mm-hmm. And like that's how that's how terrible it was. So I got a bed to fix that. <laughs> this is how much I love my girl. Like shout out to my girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> some people don't give a damn. A button. Yeah, she can push a button and uh that'll raise me up so my breathing won't be so uh caught up on my chest where it can really go in and go out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you read Glenn's uh comment. Glenn said, Dexter St. Cox, get the pussy. So the bill pair gets the got got two thousand. <laughs> I am totally in agreement to that. <laughs> You know why I'm totally in agreement to that? Because I've been in a scenario where I knew a woman was going out of town for a couple of days with her husband. And so before she left, she would top me off. Because she knew she couldn't fuck because her husband would get upset. But she would top me off. She would make sure that I was good until she came back. So I agree with that. 100%. Yeah, I get the logic. (laughs) It's just funny how he put it. Yeah, so (laughs) that was Confunction Love's Train. So, Lily, you have Jerry's final thoughts? I do. All right. Yeah, y'all ready for it? Here you go. Um, Listen, people. Before I say this, I want to say I love all y'all. I mean, I really, truly love all y'all. We are a generation that don't even respect our own generation. So me as a person in my generation who was an 80s baby and a 90s kid, I love y'all. I love very last one of y'all. We got to stop agreeing to these old-timey rules that uh make us feel like Someone can't voice their opinion, have freedom, or be who they want to be. We got to stop that. We are the generation that's supposed to make a change. And at the same time, we are the generation that is always late. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be only one of me. It shouldn't be only one of Linda. It should be millions of that have our opinions and have our ideas and should be pushing these agendas to make people understand that. Yes, we can grow and we can always live off tradition. At the same time, though, it's a new day and it's a new world and we need to start embracing it. At the same time, I say this. You cannot be for the past and also for the uh, future. You have to find a good medium narrative. You have to find what makes you feel good about what the past was and you have to find what makes you feel amazing about what the future can be. And when you find that, then you can actually be on a Lindsay level. And at the same time, I always say, 
Take care of yourself and us. All right. And that was episode 52 of the Ish We Talk. And we will see you guys on episode 53. Bye. Exactly.